Recording Pathfinder Marathon Part Three. Yeah. Woo. All right. Uh, so we're back. We're outside the room. Justin has told Darren that something very dangerous has happened to Marla and must return to the surface. Justin stays behind, says, I'll hang with the party, you get out of here. Darren runs off, Justin remains. So now the party consists of Andreas, Estefan, Ulrich, and Justin Atlas. Yeah! <laughs> Come back in! Um, sweet. So that's the game right there. Um, All right, we're done. Book one. You did it. Finish. You win. Cool. Let's go. Yep. Uh, and Egret lives happily ever after. <laughs> as With a troglodyte feces. Um, <laughs> uh, so, here you are. Uh, you're in this You're in this room. You just fought this chrismal. Um, it's destroyed. It was hungry and now it's dead. Now it's just hungry for the living. Um, oh, whoa. Yeah, no, it's dead now. It's not a yeah. Should we search and, this thing first? Because we never yeah, searched search, Let's the, look around room. this room, see if there's anything else in here that it hasn't eaten. Uh, the Chrismal has some Ooh, uh, 27% poetry of. that it has been writing <laughs> that you think would sell well at auction. Nice. Alright. Um, yeah, so actually, yeah, there is some stuff in here. So as you're looking around the room, uh, during the Chrismal's excavation of all these little tunnels and digging around for all these gems, um, uh, it has kind of like cleaned the room dry, so there's actually like almost nothing. Roll a perception check. Alright, so oh, 14 for Justin oh, you get? and I 6 for Andreas. That's no. a 21. All right. Thankfully, they both have the same perception. Uh, 24. Nice. Uh, Estefan, kind of like looking around the corners, comes across um, what looks like this little like crack that looks like it was made in the stone. Um, and something's kind of tucked in there. You're able to kind of reach in there and kind of fish it out. Um, and it is a brooch of shielding, <gasps> which sounds awesome. Uh, you guys really need some help on your AC, so that could be a no. I, I need one big time because yeah, right? I've got like with mage armor, I'm at a 17, which is okay. That's but great. Everybody else is like yeah. plus 20. Comparatively, sure. 19, on your own, that's great. Mage armor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, so yeah, you have so, armor. Like you have armor. That you can it's wear. made entirely of metal. Um, I don't know what it so is. So you probably can't oh, I might not it. be able to wear it then. Oh yeah, it is made of metal. Brooch of shielding. Hold on. Oh, it's not as it's not nearly as good as you think it is. Really? No. This appears to be a piece of silver or gold jewelry used to fasten a cloak or cape. In addition to this mundane task, it can absorb magic missiles of the sort generated by the spell or spell-like ability. Huh. A brooch can absorb up to 101 points of damage from magic missiles before it melts and becomes useless. You know, I have found it. that yeah. this actually does... It is very helpful, because when uh, they give you something like this that just seems stupid and useless, yeah. you end up coming up against oh, something true. like that later. That's a good that, point. So. They do pick their items pretty well, yeah. for yeah. the most part. So, so yes, the only thing it shields against is magic missile. Cool. Well, we can give it to anyone who is yeah. going like to be a target said, of magic. Like when they said, I want to make some party on hittable gods. Let's I give would, them a wand of actually, mage armor. <laughs> Nine billion I charges. Mind, I mind taking it. <laughs> 28! <laughs> Come on, it's been two days. So. Also, your mage armor has worn off. All right. Oh, well, you great. can recast it. Yeah, I can recast it, but I want to rest first. But not on Justin, because he's an outsider. Auric uh, doesn't know him. No, he doesn't get it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you guys are outside of this door. You know, you're Does anybody the, want the brooch or 
Wait, is it okay? Uh, you can have it. Alright. I'm good. Um. Yeah, what do you do? Uh, well, with Darren uh, up upstairs kind of guarding everything, Justin's already kind of said, like, told uh, Elise that, like, hey, I'm going to go down, maybe give him a hand for a few minutes, yeah. <laughs> maybe a couple hours. Let's be right back. I'll see you in the morning. They're probably not fighting anything dangerous. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I guess we could just go and rest in wherever we want to, honestly. Um, you just have to hope that, I mean, if you're taking an eight-hour rest, which is what you're doing, right outside of this room, um, the, uh... Well, we close that door. The secret door. We could just close it back up. It's not a secret door. It's just a door. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, uh, and you've already kind of cracked it. So the, um, you just basically have to hope... They didn't come out, you know, and just hung out there. Well, we could just go a couple rooms back and retreat a little further back. Where we sure, were, like, and hope nothing comes out of the Darklands, you know, on your way back out. Well, where was the entrance to the Darklands in that general? Right just outside here. It. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Okay. Yep. Well, what if we just went straight back to the camp? Oh, way back to start? Yeah. And then just hope nothing repopulated anything? No, I mean, it's up to you. Ygritte's still in there, in whatever state she's in. Well, we then let's just take the risk and rest and have someone stay at, stay watched, because I only need four hours. So. Alright. I only need four hours to keep keep watch. So. Let's do this. Let's do it. So you guys just camping out right yeah. here? Mm-hmm. Well, like, I mean, well, I'll rest the first four hours, and then give everybody the rest of the time that they need to, mm-hmm. to rest and go from there. Well, maybe let's rest up at this, like, that uh, story room or whatever, the history, room of history or whatever. Yeah, it's back, like, two yeah. rooms. Yeah. Let's just go back two rooms well, and rest in that room. Well, the cube room is, would probably be the better one. Yeah, the, that's yeah. the gelatinous cube room. Yep. Let's rest in there. That way we're guarding anything. Um, that way, yeah, I don't know. Let's, let's well, I need like... to go back. I actually need to go back to camp anyway to get a restoration spell. Because oh, true. I'm, I'm down two strength. And I uh, so Auburn used hers for the day with yesterday. Uh, so if you guys are resting for another full night. day, it was the previous night. Uh, yeah, because it's still just like maybe early afternoon at this no, point. No, because it was yours the one day you guys rested, and then immediately went right back, and that was her second. Uh, oh yeah. yeah, okay. So you guys would have to go again. We'd have to. All right. Well then, <clears throat> we sleep uh, tonight. Wake up in the morning. You run back up there. Get restoration. Run back down. Sound good? I mean, I, I can, I'm willing to do that. Yeah, let's do that. So we rest mm-hmm. in that in the cube room. Um, uh, in the cube room, so you're not going all the way back up. No, but then in the morning, he can run back up, get restoration from Auburn, and then run back down. Uh, okay. Sound good? Yep. All right. Well, then everybody full rest, and then let's keep moving. All right. Alright. I'm gonna hit Barry with the wand to cure light. Why would you hit your bear? Oh, he's almost full now. Mm-hmm. Oh no, he's exactly full now. That's the most perfect use of also, a cure light moon spell ever. Actually, wow, look at that. <laughs> he was seven Wait, was down, I cured wand? him of seven. Was it with the wand? Yeah. Oh uh, no, don't don't use that. Justin can do it. Oh, okay. Yeah, so keep that. And right. Justin will just do it and that'll be the same role. Don't worry right. about it. Cool, thanks. 
Because oh, Justin's a cleric, level one. Nice. That's right, I forgot about that. Also, he can channel if you guys are down anything. Um, I'm actually down, I'm down three. Okay, so, uh, one channel. I'm, actually, I'm good. One more? You want one more? No, I'm fine. Well, and, but with resting, then you'll be up. That's right, yeah, then I'll be full. You'll anyway. be good. So you're what? So now I'm back up to sweet. This, so that was the night. That was at night, then we rest, and then we're good in the morning. You go get your restoration. All right? Yep. Then, so Auburn casts rest, lesser restoration on Ulrich. This morning? He, he comes back, and we head into this room. Um, Does anything happen overnight? Well, so you guys, you're he- sorry, you're heading back where? All the way back to the top? No, cube room. Cube room. Rest for the night. We all healed up. Yep. Um, then in the morning, Ulrich runs up while yep. we stand guard and gets lesser restoration from Auburn. Sure. Comes back down and we go back, back down. Good. Con is restored. Yeah. Um, great. Then you guys come back down. Uh, and and Ju- Justin uh, used up all his channels the night before. Yeah. And healed everybody up, so we're good. So okay. Uh, so you guys are. You come back down, you're back in the cube room, regroup. We're going to come, uh, you come back around to that hall of history, those large pillars. You're coming back around through the um, larger opening there where there's that kind of like the tunnel sloping off. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, then the little fissure to the right. So you guys kind of like creep back in through the fissure. Um, and roll a perception check. Okay. 21. 25. 14 and 10. 10. Uh, so as you guys... You know, you walk back into this room and you're sort of like getting a look around. You realize that there's two humanoid figures standing in the middle of the room, just kind of like running their hands along the walls. Um, you know, just kind of like over here and over there. They're uh, smallish, uh, still medium humanoids. Um, they're actually, no, I'm sorry, they are small humanoids. Um, you know, classify as small walking around, but they're covered in like simple leather. Um, and then they've got like this like white hair shooting out in all directions, and they're just like kind of like running their hands over the sides. And then as as you guys kind of like all walk in, they just kind of both like shoot glances back at you, you know, just kind of like howl at you in some language you don't understand and leap at you. Roll for initiative. What? Yeah. All right. <clears throat> and they look like nice. this. Whoa. What the heck? Crazy. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, that's a Darrow. That's a Darrow. <laughs> when the moon hits your eye. <laughs> All right. And um, you feel like you're gonna die, that's a Darrow. Four-fingered hands. That's large like hooked a, club in hands. He's a Simpsons character. Yeah. The Darrow? Oh, he's got four fingers. Oh, there you go. All the Simpsons characters have four fingers except God. That's true. That's mm-hmm. Except God. God has five fingers on the really? Simpsons. Yeah. That's really funny. Really? Yep. That's, so that's funny. Alright, that's gonna be... Uh, uh, do you cast Ulrich. Mage Armor on all of us this morning? Um, yeah, I did. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, Mage Armor. Yeah. Gate the charges. Uh, Ulrich's uh, initiative. Uh, Twelve. Okay. Andreas. Uh, Justin first, if you don't mind. Sure. Twenty. Okay. And then Andreas, uh, 19. All right. <laughs> Both rolled amazing. <laughs> That's awesome. Good. Nine. All right. Cool. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. 
This is gonna be a little bit difficult, but it's gonna be great. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's all good things are. Uh, uh, then. All right, Justin, you're up first. All right, Justin. Um, let's see. Hold on. Just finished preparing the spells for the day, and uh, he is going to run out. Wait, you didn't place him on the map. If you don't mind, yes. that'd be great. Sorry, let's do that. These guys seem like good ones. Okay. Um, he is going to run into the room. One, two, three, four, five. And he's going to attack uh, with his Warhammer. Okay. Uh, the first guy. Okay. With uh, 18. 18 is going to hit. All right. Uh where did his... There it is. 1d8. Uh, oh, yeah! Whoa. 13. Justin's back! Justin's nice. back. Um, He's well-rested. Yeah. He's well-rested. See what happens when he gets just a good nap. <laughs> yep. 13 points of damage. Nice. And uh, Andreas. Andreas uh, is going to also run up to the same guy. And do the same thing. With a... Hold on. Gotta actually equip his weapon. <laughs> That's a good start. You run an unarmed. You try and bite him. <laughs> uh, 15 to hit? That is a... Oh, he's flat-footed. That's a hit. Yeah! Eight points of damage. Okay. Same guy. Same guy. Not bad. Nice opening salvo. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It is now, uh... These guys are nuts. I'm gonna yeah. make sure this front door is... Oh, uh, like... Yeah. Good. Yep. Uh, so it is the Darrow's turn on the other side of the room. Uh, so he then is going to... Uh, <laughs> da, 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 da. So he's got a... Uh, he pulls up what looks like a weird-looking crossbow. Whoa. And he's going to take two shots that with this great. repeating light crossbow. Ooh. Repeating? Yep. That'd be cool. What? At Andreas. First one's probably a miss. It's an 11. Uh, nope. And the second one is a 23. It's a miss! Andreas can be a Unbelievable. Unbelievable. His AC is 24. <laughs> I this is stupid. Uh, and that's its turn. Ulrich, you're up. Alright, Ulrich is going to step forward and uh, straight line of sight, uh, mage hand, or excuse me, hand of the apprentice. Yeah, and, straight uh, through. Make, a, make an attack. Go for it. And we get a natural 19, oh, which is a critical threat. Okay. Yeah. That'll do it. All right. Confirm that sucker. going to die before it. you can even move. Oh, no. man, I could don't roll out here anymore. Just roll out here. Yeah, yeah, alright. What was total? It's like, it's, it's like, it's this stupid little nudge. It yeah, would have been yeah. perfect. That's all it takes. It's like, I'm just gonna roll flat from now on. What was the total? Um, it was a nine. Yeah, so it's a miss. It was a miss. Alright, still it's a hit. Exploding dice. Yeah. Uh, where's my ten? There it is. 
Whoa, all right. There's a That's a three. All right. You killed that guy already. All right. That's the fit is prone, and the other guy's prone as well. Four damage. Four damage. That is actually enough to kill this guy. Yeah! Cuts right through him. First guy dead before he knows it. Yeah, I know. I didn't even what know what hit him. What are these things? Estefan. Um, you can roll a knowledge gonna... check. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, yeah, I can roll a knowledge check to see what it is, now that I'm in the room. Yep. Not history or dungeoneering. Or I don't have either local. of I don't have... Oh, I do have local. Nine. Nine. Uh, you're not quite sure, but you notice that they look similar to the skeletons that were in the forge. Alright. Hmm. Uh, Interesting. And Esfen, you moved. Knowledge check. Any moves? Any actions? Uh, I moved 20. I mean, yeah, I guess I could move a little bit further in. I'll move into here. Cool. And Justin. Uh, Justin, like, like, is like kind of proud of himself seeing like all all this coming together so perfectly. Yeah. And uh, he's like, yeah, guys! And he just runs forward and just goes to hit the other guy. Go for it. For a 18 to hit. That's a hit. For 7 points of damage. Nice. Alright, and then it's Andreas' Andreas. turn. Works out. Here we go. Andreas like your animal companion. Yeah! Yeah. (laughs) Alright, gonna do the same thing, just for fun. Yeah! 24 to hit. To hit. 7 points of damage. Okay. Okay. And now it is this Darrow's turn. Uh, he's going to uh, five foot step. It's funny playing both of the front line yeah. fighters. I know, you are on the front line of defense. He's going to five foot step, drop his repeating crossbow, and draw out his Aklas. Does that provoke? Yes, it will. From Andreas. All right. Oh, I thought it was Justin. Uh, 16. Uh, it's a miss. Really? Ooh, yeah. Wow. These guys are, are quick. Uh, it's going to attack. With said Aklis. It's a miss. Just an Aklis. Sorry, I only sorry. rolled a 38. <laughs> Just an Aklis. <laughs> only I'm a 38. Not even going to bring it up. Uh, Ulrich. Alright. Ulrich is going to actually... That's me. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Ulrich right. <laughs> is going to uh, transform into Estefan. Possess Estefan. Possess him. Ooh, man, I just made it. Just made it. Um, I'm going to uh, take a swing. Alright. Come on, buddy. That is a 20 to hit. That'll hit. That's nuts. And he's nuts going to do... Ooh, eight points of damage. All right, all right, nice. not bad. Uh, not bad at all. So we got... Wait, 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 hold on. That might actually be nine because my strength modifier is back up. Was your strength? Oh, that no. was your con. Sorry, yeah, 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 no, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm mean, sorry. It's your yeah. con. Yeah. It's my con. Yep, it's, 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 it's eight points. <laughs> yep, cool. You're a little con artist over there. Yeah, exactly. Much movement to get here and flank him. Alright. Nice. So plus six with the scimitar. It's a 24. Yeah, that's a, that's actually, that's a, a, a critical threat. Yeah. It's an 18. Okay. Alright. Confirm. Oh! Alright, well, it just doesn't confirm. 19 to a 1. It's a great time to have a 91. Best time to get a 1. Yep. Alright, so exploding dice. Uh, yep. 
five points of damage. Five points nice. of damage uh, with the scimitar, right? Yes. So he just comes on through the middle and just whink, like as he's flanking, he's looking around, not sure where to go. He looks back over and just cut him clean across the chest. Yeah. Tumbles and falls to the ground. Nice. Nice. That was easy. Yeah, that was guys there easy. You go. There you go. Little chip well, chip. That, uh, yeah. Little chip <laughs> chip. <laughs> yeah. Just, just destroyed him. There you mm-hmm. go. Just letting you, just trying to get your guard down. Yeah. Ulrich looks over to Dustin and just kind of like Jeff grips him and shakes his hand. It's like he's like, "You're a cable fighter, my friend." There you it's go. Like, That's right. They haven't met. Yeah. Yep. You as well, my elfin friend. All right. Anything? Anything good on the Darrows besides yeah. the repeating crossbow? Repeating cool, freaking crossbow. I double checked and I cannot use a crossbow. Really? Yeah. Uh, those are exotic weapons. Yeah. Um, I, I'm proficient with like seriously like a dozen different weapons. Yeah. Hard to complain. Uh. Um, and two of them are grapple and unarmed strike. <laughs> uh, okay, sure. Oh, and two of them are spells ray and spells touch. Ooh. So yeah, there are. There's, many... a, there's actually an interesting uh, way to build sorcerers or wizards around ray combat. Just, <laughs> just like lasers shooting out in yeah. all direction. Um, that is pretty cool. I can use a sickle. Those are pretty badass. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. The Atlas. And um, uh, Justin looks over at um, Estevan. He's like, you're, you're getting real good with that scimitar. Yeah. Estevan. Getting a lot of practice down here. <laughs> it's like, I can tell. Yeah. Uh, you find that the one of them has the Atlas. Uh, sorry, they both have an Atlas, but the other guy has a repeating light crossbow. And I think the way the pre- repeating light crossbow works is you get like five shots without having to reload. Yeah. Then it's like a it's four-round like attack. Clip. It's like a four-round action to reload it then. Um, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, I like that's that a lot. Cool. Uh, perception on these guys? Anything yep. else they have? Uh, let's see. 16 and a 5. Nothing else on them, no. Alright. Um, Justin is going to pick up the repeating light crossbow, just in case. Uh, uh, along sure. with the bolts. Uh, he thinks maybe... Uh, what's her face look like that? Egret. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd if probably be a good fit for her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Find her. Yeah. Cool. Uh, that's all I see. You should get that. Take, pick up those atlases too. Those are kind of badass. Yeah. Really? What do What do they do? Apparently, you can throw them awesome. over oh, really? a range of twenty feet. Yeah. Nice. And you uh, and you can make trip attacks at, at range. The hook allows you to make trip Darren attacks like at range. Oh, I would like those. I'll put that's those awesome. in there. Yeah, that's kind of well. neat. Just whipping it at the ankles. Mm-hmm. That'll come. That's kind of neat. Sweet. Cool. Not bad. Repeating light crossbow, right? Uh, yeah. yeah right. I think Cody Hofstetter used a repeating light crossbow for your um for something. There's some character he built that was that that was the main weapon. Yeah, uh, I think so. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Anyways, How many bolts came with those? Ten. Okay. <clears throat> plus we have those uh, plus one bolts that we th- six of them. I think. Oh yeah. I think Egret actually had those on her. Yeah, and there's a difference between yeah. bolts and heavy crossbow bolts. I don't know if we're distinguishing those. Really? I don't think we have a heavy crossbow, so I think all of them Eager have been. Did. Oh. Uh, so I think all of them are, are just the regular bolts. Those are bolts. Those are for right. a light crossbow. Anyways, uh, did these guys leave anything else in this room? No, they just looked like they were scouring the walls trying to, you know. They, they looked like they were basically trying to clean the walls, is what they were doing. Hmm. Um, That's trying weird. to get back to the original... Messages that were on the walls. Yeah. And Astro would know, like, these are Darrow. These are, they look like the race that inhabited this before the Trogodlands. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. 
Well, then, uh, Justin will look over at Andreas. He's like, I like your fighting style. <laughs> Andreas is like, thanks, man. I like yours, too. Then, they're like, let's get this door. He's like, all right, let's do it. So they both go up to the door at the same time and push it open. <laughs> All right, what's your entrance strategy here? And I would say stealth, considering what you well, said then, about what you Yeah, seen. that's true. Justin will will stay back, and Andreas will stealth forward. Hmm. I'm going to attempt a stealth as well. Ooh, Ooh yeah, 26. Uh, nice. There you go. All right. Uh, Esvin attempting... And um, I can, but I have a plus. I'm sorry, I have a zero in stealth. So okay. With the regular height, I was a negative one. So a three. Uh, in stealth. Okay. Um, cool. So I'm so like, hey guys, wait up! Yeah. <laughs> wait for me! Um, and Barry's like, <laughs> but he's got a plus seven in stealth. Oh, dang. Oh, there you go. Never mind. <laughs> Not bad. Um, so you guys walk. Uh, through this door here, um, you know, kind of like creak it open very softly. And, you know, this blue mist kind of comes pouring out through the inside of it. Um, inside, it's lit. It's almost like uh, the way these salt crystals hang on the ceiling and kind of turn. It's like, um, it's not like spotlights, like bright beams of light, but it's just like these like beams of light cut through the mist. And as it like rotates around the room, there's just like these rotating beams of light. So there's enough light where you, if you don't have dark vision, it's fine. But like, uh, you know, just that whole, you know, it's just like this eerie rotating, you know, like beams of light kind of going around the room. Um, and one more time, the description of said room. Uh, enormous salt crystals hang from the ceiling, glittering in the light of a glowing blue crystal set in an inhuman, insect-like statue in the center of the floor. Mist drifts along the floors of the circular chamber. It's not circular. Uh, swirling in gentle currents of air. The western wall has collapsed into stony, stony debris, but on the eastern wall is a carving of a huge withered dragon's face above a metallic door set deep in the stone. Woven mats made of dried grasses cover the floor, while bundles of dried herbs hang from the walls, filling the room with a pungent grassy odor. Uh, you guys walk in there and you kind of like, you know, again, creeping your way through, just that door kind of like slowly creaks open as like the littlest bit of light just kind of shines in through the side of it. And as soon as you guys can, like, walk forward, um, you just kind of hear a voice sort of booming from the other side of the room. You have come to take the earth alive, but she no longer belongs to you. You are not welcome here. here. Leave now, or die. Roll for initiative. Oh my gosh, here we go. Oh, oh really? It's okay, because Andreas is great. <laughs> it's okay. Because <laughs> Andreas is great. That's a good, uh, good rationale. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> Alright, cool. Alright, next level I'm going to give Andreas his... Uh, uh, improved initiative, uh, just for fun. Uh, Andreas, <laughs> initiative. 19. Okay. Estefan. 13. Alright. Justin? 7. Alright. <laughs> Ulrich? 10. Alright. Here we go, baby. So, party order? 
Place your guy on the map, Danny? Or guys, depending on how many you have. So, first up, back center. Bam. Yes. Oh boy. She does uh, not she does not look like fun. Yeah. You know who else doesn't look like fun? Has her own pawn and name, so that's never good. Neither do these guys. Those guys don't have names, though. They don't, but they have uh, Moxie. They have Moxie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you sure about that? And you may recognize our other little friend back here. What? Uh, what is that? Here. That is a stone-blooded acolyte. The one Wait. Escorted uh, yeah. Down. Oh, that's a different one. So there was two. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> so let me make sure I've got everybody in here. How uh, is this going to work? We're just going to kill him. <laughs> uh, a lot of numbers going on here. A lot of Guys, this just depends on us rolling good. Come on. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh boy. Here we go. Plan your attacks well. Okay, okay. Almost got it. Almost got it. I think I've got everybody. My gosh. Whew. Okay, here we go. Okay. Alright, we got it. Uh, first one up to bat is our... Uh, Chocolate pal here, and he is gonna bra, 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 pop up to Andreas. He has more, uh, he's better initiative than Andreas. He does. Right. 90 20, baby. Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's gonna take a little swing swing. Not gonna hit. That is gonna be a <laughs> 22 against flat footed. Uh, hold on. Sorry, 22 against flat footed? Yes. Um, that is a hit. Oh, baby! The impossible has happened! Wait, you hit that man. Unbelievable. Wait, how would we be flat-footed if we knew where they, they, we where haven't, they were coming we from? We haven't uh, acted. acted we haven't. Uh, if you haven't acted yet, then... Yeah, yeah that's a rule that we never really applied much, but uh, has always been a rule. And he's gonna do max eight points of damage. Wow. Shaboom! Okay. Uh... Andreas is up. Alright, Andreas will swing back at this guy. Good call. Um, with an 18. That will hit. Seven points of damage. Nice. And, uh, uh, great. Alright. Estefan. Yeah, I'm gonna have to get through all these people. Yeah, all right. Uh, I think you oh, I can. I can flank. 5, 10, 15, 20. Oh, no, I can't. Yeah. Because that'd be 25, 30 there. Yeah. So, all right. All right. 
Nope, it's an 11. That's a miss. Barry Mason, he can flank. He can move 40 feet. Oh, there you go. 5, 10, 15. Oh, no. Well, there you provoke. Sorry. Um, 5, yep. 10, 15, 20, or 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. Okay. Yeah. The are hitting bells. In the of the combat. These crystals chime throughout the room. And one bite. <laughs> I love so Six with the bite. Oh, what? This is not a good start for Unbelievable. Us. Oh, start. Ken, you got like a record on these 91s right now. All right, on a natural attack. Do we want to stop or wait? Uh, we'll pause in a second. I want to resolve this though. So, uh,. Barry Mesa is coming up. You become entangled in your gear and you oh, spend no. a standard action gear. to free yourself. I imagine it just gets like in caught in his fur or something like that and just like gets tripped up on himself and has to like free his other arms. His hair's cut. getting too long. He needs a haircut. Maybe that's it. So he's entangled <laughs> until he spends a standard action to free himself. Oh, okay. Um, so, not the worst. But no. That's the end of that turn. Um, next up, who should it be but our good friend Troglodyte number two? His name is Lentil. Uh, he's got... <laughs> but, but, never, never to be consumed by Taiwanese people. Right? No. Ta- Thailand? How, how do you call Thai? Just They're Thai, Thai people. Just so Thai. Taiwan... Taiwan is different. Taiwan yeah, is a different way place. Way different. So my yeah. dad was always like, oh, I'm Taiwanese. trying to like speak Taiwanese. I'm like, it's not Thai. It's Thai. It's just Thai. So we <laughs> Taiwan to, is completely different. Totally different. Not so, even close. No. So uh, we got it. We eventually figured it out. So anyways... Uh, Trogodite's gonna move up to flank Barry Mason. They're gonna swing at this helpless bear who just has nothing to defend himself with. That's gonna be a 20. No! Not a natty oh, 20. Wait, wait. Is, uh. What, with not mage armor? He has a 22 armor. Does he wait, have mage does armor? Does he have mage armor? Yeah. Was that cast on Barry Mason? Why yeah. wouldn't it be? I yeah. hope we're tracking those he's charges. A, he's a party member. Yeah. That's so that's true. now. So we should be minus minus ten charges from whatever the original was. Yeah, I think it was yeah. twenty six. Yep. So we're ten charges down. All right. So Barry Mason has mage armor. Then Barry's all right. Right. Twenty doesn't hit. Nope. That Unbelievable. Twenty two. Oh, I'm sorry. He's got flanking. It's twenty two. Oh. I rolled an 18, he's got a plus two, plus flanking is another two, right, so yeah, the total is 22. Hit. That doesn't hit. I was gonna say, if a natty 18 doesn't hit a friggin' bear, unbelievable. Alright. <laughs> Throw the game out the window! <laughs> That's five points of damage. Okay. Uh, next up is... Okay, this is where things get a little oh, bit gosh. complicated. Um, let me make sure I understand these. Correctly, so here's what's gonna happen. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right, so oh, maybe not. Okay, I want to make sure. No, I'm gonna do it. Okay, so Igis steps up. No, she stays right where she's at. Plenty of range. No. And from oh god, forty foot radius here. So. It's gonna hit everybody except this troglodyte. So one troglodyte will take damage. But 40 foot radius? <clears throat> you mean 40, 40 foot, foot diameter? 40 foot radius. Radius, Danny, is 40 feet from the center, out, and then all the way around. Then out. Then it would definitely hit that troglodyte. Well, but I'm would. saying, unless you cast like, it like here. Yeah, she would just kind of have it, it be like here, you know, and 
sweeping. Well, that would include that guy too, then. Because forty feet is not four yep. squares; it's eight squares. What? That's eight forty squares. feet is eight squares. Yes. So if it cast it here, it'd go all the way to here. Well, could she not cast it like here? Sure. Like, why not? I think she could. I don't know why she would. It'd literally have to be like at the peak of the uh, the rubble right here. Yeah. She'd have to. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like. She would have to. Ca- I mean, yeah, if she like cast right it here. at either of the corners, that would work. Egas uh, is bringing the pain. So I changed my mind. She's going to center the spell right here, which means that. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40 feet from that point, I imagine something like that, uh, is going to get, uh, basically what's going to happen as just like she, you know, mutters something in uh, this draconic language, just, and like the entire room just shakes as like tiny bits of like stalactite and pebbles just no. kind of like pelting their way down from the ceiling and just like tiny bullets, like a hailstorm of rock and debris just goes poof, like flying in from all directions. Every single person in the area, including her two troglodytes, are going to take 11 points of damage. Yikes. Wow. And no that is actually going no reflex, to... Huh? No reflex save. And that is actually going to kill one of the troglodytes. <laughs> to the first one that was attacked. 11 points of damage to everybody? 11 points uh, of damage. No, no, no saving save. throw. Wow. Um, That's brutal. That's That's one standard points. action. It's almost like she's a boss. So weird. So now, uh, for... Oh, as depicted on her mini. Exactly. Um... Yeah, basically. Uh, so she's holding a club that's like crystal and stone combined, and like rocks just appear to like be like floating weightlessly around her as she's doing all these spells. So as this happens, poof, eleven points of damage. Everybody kills a troglodyte, and she knows it, uh, and now makes this entire area difficult terrain. So no more five footsteps. All movement is cut in half, uh, and that is the area. That was that was two. Uh, Bludgeoning damage is what you're taking right there. Um, so there you go. That's her turn. Ulrich, you're up, buddy. All right. Um, Ulrich is going to uh, tap Justin on the shoulder and cast Enlarged Person. Oh! Yeah! All right, all right. That's pretty fun. Um, so Hold the on. ceiling's tall enough to He's going to also yeah. move... Um, Two squares over after doing that, and then yeah. that's going to end his turn. Twenty foot ceilings, so I think he's all right. Yep. Uh, nice. That's Large true. Justin Atlas. Yep. Uh, uh, actually, I'm glad I'm going to go move over. This well, now in difficult terrain, you've got half three, your movement. Three squares. Okay, so then you should down. be good. Do you? Uh, uh, what are the effects of enlarged person? I'm trying to remember. Justin is next. Go ahead and look that up, Cody. Uh, I, the I just want to see person. this spell. If you don't mind. Yeah, I, I think it's a, a plus. You, you get a plus two, I believe, to your strength. And yeah, then minus, minus two to your dex. Eight. Yeah. It's a plus two to your strength, minus two to your dex. Um, We're not going to be able to finish it. Might start it. We yeah. will start it. Yeah. Yeah, so. Because um, what is an end but another here. beginning? Go. Ah, ah, ah. Yeah. Plus two strength, uh, negative two, two dex, 
I think you have you do more damage, but you need to hit. You're basically power attack. You become power attack. Okay, yeah. sure. Let's I'm pretty sure that's how it works. Yeah, and you will be enlarged for three minutes. Now, Sorry. tell me this: for a large creature, now are they still affected by difficult terrain? No, not, not with this size. I mean, They're not. Because it if it depends on what the difficult terrain is. What is the difficult terrain? It's just a bunch of small. I mean, rocks it's just and like rocks and pebbles are all cropped up there. I imagine it's like cobblestone to, yeah. to Justin. Nice. So now he's large. We'll walk through the door past Andreas. Yep. Um, and then I'm guessing, does he gain reach? What is the deal? Yes, with that? you do now. Your arms have doubled in length. Yeah. You know, so so like from here, can you get the troglodyte? Not from there. You've got ten foot reach. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, like, kind of squeeze past Andreas to right here. Um, I'll try and take care of the work. other troglodyte guy. Yeah. Yeah. And does, that, does that work? That should work. Okay. And he's going to swing at the troglodyte down there on the floor right. with power attack on. Power attack and enlarge. It's just huge. Yep. Um, Come on, buddy. Natty 18! Yes. Yeah, Hold on. So... Your that would be 26 to hit. Hold on, 26 damage. <laughs> no, no, no. Whoa. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> so 1d8. So hold on. I have a minus. You hit him. You hit him. I'm just making sure I have everything correct. Yeah. So I hit him. I'm trying to make sure to see how much damage I'm doing. So it's 1d8 plus. One d eight plus nine. <laughs> oh crap! Wow. Okay, <laughs> that'll hurt. Yeah, fifteen right. points of damage. Nice. Uh, and he's eviscerated. He's yeah. just pounded yes. into the ground, and he's and he turns around and like he he's just gonna try. He's gonna yeah. He's gonna try and intimidate these guys. Just yells like. Where were the other drugs going? There you go. He's like, you just hear, thanks for your caves, guys. We're going to be using them from now on. <laughs> thanks for your caves. And yells and intimidate. Um, Natty 16, 21. Okay. To intimidate. Okay. Let's see what we got here. Neither seem affected. Wow. Neither seem affected. Wow. Interesting. Combination of good scores and good rolls. Mm-hmm. Not bad, not bad. Uh, let me make sure I got this right. And this is kind of an epic shot right here, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. Those two guys up there on whatever platform they're on. Yeah. Huge Justin is it, is it a platform they're on? Uh, it kind of like slopes up that direction, okay. you know, and like there is a little bit. It, it's not enough to consider it like a different elevation. Okay. But you know, it just kind of generally slopes up that direction. But it just kind of seems awesome with a huge Justin, mm-hmm. small Andreas, small everybody around. But then like there, everybody just looking super badass. <laughs> it is pretty cool. Um, so uh, what's gonna happen? Our stone blooded acolyte here. Is going to uh, do a little thing that I like to call grease underneath Justin, and he's gonna just whoosh, cast this right underneath you. The ground gets Reflex a little save. slippery. Reflex save. Is that affected by your size? Seventeen. Uh, 
Hold on, reflex. It's a minus to reflex, so 15. Okay. Actually, no, 16. 16 to reflex. 16, you are able to keep your feet. You are all right. Nice. Um, but now what's going to happen is in this space here, it is difficult terrain, and it's greasy. Um, I feel like those would negate each other. <laughs> well, Kinda. you you still only take up a five foot space. I know you're in the oh, middle there. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, you're you're taller. You're not necessarily five feet wider. You're right. Just a little bit wider. Um, yeah. So uh, so there you go with that. Uh, that's gonna be its move, and it's going to uh, five foot step. It's a little closer to the wall there. And that is the end of that. And next up is Andres. Sweet! Andres, give me Andres. a Um We'll start a bardic performance. Okay. Um, hey, what was that? Sneak attack! A big sister moment. Hey. like, how could I annoy no. you? No! <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, I heard you were a really good brother today. Huh? You were a really good brother today. Oh. <laughs> when Hack couldn't change your socks. Oh, yeah. Not a big deal. Well, when you have brothers that would just laugh at you and leave you there. Oh. Okay. So he's going to start bardic performance dancing, though. Okay. He's like dancing on difficult, greasy terrain. Oh, that doesn't make sense. No, it really But you know what? Actually, he, it does kind of make sense. He's like hopping over it and like getting into like a little bit of a groove. A little parkour. Yeah. Parkour. And uh, so starts a bardic oh. performance. Right. So everybody gets plus ones to attack and damage. Nice. All right. And uh, let's see. That will be his turn. Um, well, actually, he'll move um, forward. How uh, many feet of movement do you have? Oh, yeah, half. half. So, so only one, couple. two, three. Yeah. That's all he's got. Okay. And um, he should be out of the difficult terrain soon. You're at the edge of it. Yeah. Estefan. Can I play some music or no? Go for it, dude. Do you have some epic music? Uh, let's hope so. Hopefully <laughs> you guys hope will so. be inspired by this song. Let's oh. see. Hold on. Um. Oh, yeah. I'll move <laughs> over here just to have line of sight. So ridiculous. Right. Oh, I'm sorry. Your music privileges. I'm sorry. There we go. How's this? That's better. There you go. Alright. So, what, what is this person's name again? Igis? Igis. Igis. And appearing on Igis's square, the big old flaming yeah! sphere. Yeah! Flaming right. sphere. Nice. DC 15 reflex. Can we, can we right. just name him Flamio? Flamio. Flamio. Alright, she's gonna roll it. Flamio. DC 15. Yep. 16. Oh. She's good on the first one. Alright. Candace, though, got railed by the second two, so it's there now. Um, nothing she could do to ignore it. Yep. Um, dodge is number one. Solid move. Uh, good, you're good, moved. Yes. It is her turn again. She's gonna five foot step back. She sees the approaching army and, uh, is gonna cast Stone Call again. Maybe right here this time. Oh, God. You're kidding me. Maybe gonna move that little, uh, difficult terrain radius there up just a little bit more. And yet again. From the sky, <coughs> as in a come piercing down from the top. Okay. Uh, no longer worried about any troglodytes in the area. Uh, 
Seven points of damage. Right. As an immediate action, I cast Wave Shield, which Wave Shield, which saves me from you know, two points of damage. But nice. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Is it like a spell like ability or what? No, it's a, it's a spell. It's a first level spell. Yeah. All right. The immediate cast time just. Woo. Yep. That's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah, it creates like a a, a shield of water that yeah. um, gives you DR of half your caster level. That's, That's pretty cool. awesome. It's only that. two points, of, you know, helping. Yeah, but still, you know, I'm, I'm almost great. conscious, but hey. Yep. Okay. Every, uh, every point helps at this point. It sure Don't worry, is. I got you covered in that area. Yep. Uh, cool. So then, Ulrich, you're up. Um, Ulrich is going to... Um, oh man, what do I want to do? I'm so low on health. Um, you know what? He's going to move up three squares and cast... Uh, reduce person on Aegis. Can you do it at a distance? Yeah, it's a range attack. Range touch or range? What is it? It's a range. It's a range attack. It's, it's, it's. I don't have to. It's not a range. Touch. So it's just a ranged spell. Yeah, and he has to roll off. Uh, yes, will save. He has to or roll something? a DC thirteen. Uh, let me just make sure the text. That's gonna be a crazy spell. So. You can decrease the target size by up to two categories to a minimum of tiny. If the target shrinks two sizes, its weight decreases by five. I'm just pushing me. Then you get plus four to dex. Oh gosh. <laughs> uh, it gains a plus four to dex and a minus four size penalty to strength. Uh, and a plus two bonus to Oh, you just made it easier for her to uh, avoid the flaming sphere, too. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Just shrink. Well, maybe I'll just recall uh, it. Maybe I'll do it on the other Well, can I do it on the other one then, if that's the case? Because like uh, I want, I want, I want to hit the person that's probably got the most like, like beef, I guess melee attack. Uh, it's up to you. What do you want to do? I don't know. Like, can I can I check and see what their what they both have as weapons? Uh, perception check. Perception. Um, eighteen. Okay, so the acolyte. Um. You can see on her back, she has a uh, crossbow, a heavy crossbow. It's a big one. Which one, Aegis or the Acolyte? The Acolyte. Um, and then you also see in her offhand is a spear. Um, uh, Aegis, on the other hand, you notice has, I mean, as, as true to the picture, it qualifies as a morning star. Um, and it's just a giant spiked club, basically, that is just made of crystal and stone and rock that would be able to... Be a weapon! Alright. What would you like to do? Oh, sucks. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna hold. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna take any attack action at this point. I'm gonna hold for now and just, uh. uh hit myself with the uh, one cure light. Not a bad move. So. Alright! Justin's up. Uh, Justin will um, um, uh, move out of those squares and move back. Um, and will... One, two, three, four, five. Mm-hmm. Yep, that will miss him and will channel positive energy. Ooh, nice. nice. Two points of healing to For everyone. everybody. Yeah. Of course he does. Not bad. Of course. He could have done better just running forward and attacking. Not bad at all. 
Justin? Yep. Acolyte. Oh, uh, baby. About to acolyte you good. up. Um, so what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? Uh, feed lights. People. So she. What's she going to do? She's going to look at Andreas. Oh, no. And just as you look over, she's just glaring at you, muttering and casting and moving her arms around. And I need you to roll a will save. Andreas, will. Woof. 17. You feel alright, brother. You feel alright! Thank God for it's Andreas. <laughs> and it's Andreas' turn. Uh, Andreas, that was the acolyte. Mm-hmm. Uh, will. Um, Ooh, this. I'm a bomb Run up to her mm-hmm. and um, just attack. Uh, actually, no. As he's running, he's going to use elemental assault. All right. Shroud his arms in uh, ooh, cold. All right. Freeze, lizard. So his you just see his arms like glow with like. Like, just ice, and the ice comes down his blade, and he just goes to attack. Here we go, baby. 20. Oh, and he, he did maintain the bardic performance, just so you know, as he's <laughs> dancing still. That's 21 to hit. Uh, to hit? With one. It does seem odd to me how you maintain a bardic performance, continuing to get it's a free action. everything. It's a free action to dance. It's like your cackle? Yeah. But then it's like, why would you ever see Sparta performance? Because you run out. You only have a certain number of rounds per day. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's like you're raging, but for everybody else. Exactly. Okay. That's the point. <laughs> All right. That's why bards are awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Selfless rage. One, it's uh, 1d8 plus 5, and mm-hmm. plus 1d6. So, 11 points of damage, oh, one point okay. of, or so, yeah, it's 10 points of damage, one point of cold. Okay. Great. Be Esven. Uh, let's move the flaming <laughs> sphere. Oh, baby. Aegis. Yeah. DC 15 reflex. Ooh, come on, Aegis. You can do this. Uh, Natty one. I believe in you. That's an 11. Oh, that's, that's a, fail. a fail. All right. Here, here, comes. here we go. Here it comes. Do it. Yeah, ten points of damage. Okay, not bad though. Not too bad. Yeah, not right, bad at all. Then, right, a, so, a, for a spell that's back. still in effect, that's not yeah. bad at all. As a standard action, he's going to oh, use the he's going to use the wand to cure late on Barry Mason, who is who's actually the one who's very low, not oh yeah, not Estefan. There you go. Go for it. Oh, oh gosh! Two. All right, we're going to need points. some healing after this fight. Yeah, we are. Uh, because, uh, what's he doing? Oh, Eegis is looking around the room, seeing the situation, and there's really no reason why he would not just use the stone. Oh. How many uses does this woman have? 
She's still got at, at least three. Jeez. At least three, I'll say that much. That's... So once again, poof, and like the ceiling is like, you know, these crystals are like getting smaller, and the ceiling is becoming more barren as like more and more of this thing just like rains down. And every time you look up at her, you just see her up there like waving and casting and smelling rocks floating and circling around her I through like pelts dropping again and again from have. the sky. She drops one more time. Seven points of damage to everybody. Uh, difficult terrain remains where it is. Andreas is unconscious and dying. Oh! That's cool. Really? Yeah. The unhittable Andreas! Well, because it's it, there's no way he can dodge it. Exactly, that's why I love the spell. After the, no reflex aim, no dodge, no half damage. It's beautiful. Uh, after the hit with the wand, which gave him two, Barry Mason is down to one. Oh! It's a good thing you healed him. Yeah. Wow. Now the only question left is how many more uses of that spell does she have? We don't know. We'll find That's out. That's the big question. Ulrich, you're up. Um, you're in a spot. I don't know what else I can do besides heal myself. So that's what I'm gonna do. So come on, baby. There we go. All right. That's all right. It's eleven points of healing. Alright. I feel slightly better about myself. This is gonna be insane. Um, the question is. I'm also going to move. Um, Get into melee with this crazy lady. I'm gonna move up. So that uh, she has to deal with us instead of. That's all I'm gonna do. Okay. Uh, Justin. Uh, Justin, ignoring difficulty. You don't have any of the apprentice? Well, I did, but I cast I, I, I cast oh, your right. light, so I can't That's make an attack. That's right. Otherwise, I would. Yeah. Um. Do you have selective channeling? No, I don't. Okay, then don't go up uh, there. Ever, like unless you're going to heal, like so. Yeah. He's going to attack this lady. Okay. All right, Senorita Acolyte. Yep. Uh, still enlarged. Power <laughs> attack. Giant on. Justin. So, is that, uh, that's a f- 16 to hit. 16 is a hit? Yes! Wow. 16 is exactly. 8 plus 9. Nice. Oh. Yeah! 16 oh. points of damage! Huge! That's filthy. Uh, big hit. And this is the Warhammer, right? Yeah. So just poosh, and just like, you just see her, you're like, she bounces off the wall for a second, and she's like reeling from this attack. Um, still standing, and it's its turn. What to do, what to do. Uh, she's gonna... Um... She's gonna use the spear. And... I guess Justin? A spear that's in her offhand, and just gonna try and stab up, uh, at this or... Well, technically, you're too close because you needed your reach. Uh, there you go. Sure. Bam. Uh, yeah. So she then. Gosh, what is she gonna do? Well, then I could have attacked the Aegis instead if I I forgot about my reach, but that's okay. She's gonna five foot, just out of reach, and roll me a will save. Will save? Will save. For Houston. No! Oh, five! 
you feel suddenly very afraid. You feel the walls closing in. With freaking inspire courage, that would have helped. But yeah, you feel the walls closing in on you, and you are afraid. Uh, Which I'm actually, if I remember correctly, uh, an invisible cone of terror. Uh, So the affected creature becomes frightened. Creatures with six feet cause for cancer to remove fear. Frightened is right in here. So. Isn't it? Frightened isn't on Oh, it is. Yep, it is. Flee and minus oh, no. two attack, minus two saves, minus two skill checks, and minus two ability checks. So by afraid, oh, no. it's like, I need to get out of here. I need to go. And you immediately do everything. So a frightened creature flees from the source of the fear as best it can. If unable to flee, it may fight. A, fi- a frightened creature takes a minus two penalty on pretty much everything. A frightened creature can use special abilities, including spells, to flee. Indeed, the creature must use any such means if there are any, are if if they are the only way to escape. So, frightened is like shaken, except the creature must flee if possible. Um, so, Justin is suddenly terrified. He, he's realizing he's in a very dangerous situation, and Elise is upstairs. He needs to go. What am I doing? What have I done? Why am I here? This is terrible, Andreas. Uh. Unconscious and dying will uh, roll a fortitude save in order to not die. How unconscious and dying are we talking here? Uh, minus two. Okay. Not dead. Certainly not dead yet. That's not a very good roll. It's eight. No. It does not does not stabilize. Because it's, it's, what, ten plus the negative damage? Yes. So yeah. twelve. So, so still losing. So that means you so lose a point? Lose one point. He's one point, still bleeding out. Well, I'm only 11 points away from dead. No That's worries. fine. That's totally That's fine. That's <laughs> uh, the first thing, right now. First thing I guess Finn's going to do is raise Blaming his foot, spear. stomp the floor. Ooh. Thunder stomp on uh, Aegis. Here we go. It's a DC 14. Oh, I'm sorry, no. It's a it's a roll. Uh, uh, CMB versus CMD. Oh, okay. It's a plus six to my roll. 22. Nice. Against CMD? Well, I yep. don't roll it, right? That's just what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Against okay. your CMD. 22 against your CMD. My guess is that beats it. A CMD for Igis. For is... a character like that, it's like an 18. Uh, is it hiding? Yeah, it's a fail. All right. Now I'd like to see her make that reflex save against the flaming sphere. Oh! It's <laughs> nice. very good. So that's... Uh, what is it? You Is it... you? Minus the dex? Is it... You're prone, right? Yeah. You're, you're yeah. And now you can still attack, but if someone's attacking you, you take a minus... Prone, yeah. Minus two? And then it's a... I thought it was a minus four. Prone. Minus four melee attack, only crossbow range attack, plus four ranged AC, minus four melee AC. It's gotta be a... Now here's the issue, though. It's gotta like, be a... Uh, in some cases, being prone in, against ranged attacks... But it's not a ranged attack. It's, it's not. not. Attack. It's technically a But it would, it would normally increase your AC... While she's on the ground, though, I, I, I don't know if it affects her dex. I thought it affects reflexes. I want to find that out. I'd be willing to say I'll give her a minus two to her reflex because it's... that's That sounds good enough. Because she's prone. That actually sounds accurate. That sounds about right. Because uh, I don't even know if it does attack your, uh, affect your dex, does it? Minus four penalty immediately attack. Can I use range? Plus four to EC. I'm impressed with that. Minus four melee. No, that's it. So, it yeah, I guess fun. it doesn't really... Account. Oh, well. So uh, I think a minus, minus two to Dex is generous, but I will right. I will allow it because um, that was cool. All right. Um, so she's gonna roll it then. The reflex save. 
That's 13. That's a fail. Yeah. Minus two. That's a definite fail. There it goes. Do some big number. Oh! oh 13 yeah. points of fire. Huge. Needed that. Needed that so bad. That is exactly what Flaming Sphere is made away. for. Wow. Huge damage. That uh, was nice. That was a good use of that spell. Oh my gosh. Oh, uh, that's Estefan. And it's Aegis. Bye. Thank you again so much. Um, Aegis is going to stand. She's not in provoking if only, distance. If only Justin was a little closer. If only. And not frightened. Right. Um, so she's up. Uh, that takes a move action. Now what to do with the second action? Uh, Somebody kill that acolyte so that I'm not frightened anymore. <laughs> I think it just lasts until it it's done. Um, Which is how long? Yeah, let me look up the uh, duration. Hopefully it's not minutes, because that would suck. Forever. No, I think it's rounds. Uh, for 1d4 rounds. So, oh. let's see. So, you're frightened for four rounds. Oh, gosh. Oh, baby. So, for four rounds, you're doing nothing but trying to escape. Um, so, uh, cast reduced person on him so that he can't run too far. <laughs> <laughs> just to stop. <laughs> Well, you're back to just normal size then at that point? You're already in large. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. This giant guy just, oh! just <laughs> running out of the room. Uh, whoa, guys, this is rough right now. I'm not going to lie. Uh, this is boss fight. Boss fights are supposed to be difficult. All right, so it is Aegis' turn. Stands up. What is she going to do? She is going to cast... A spell on herself no, to see her kind of, no. and then goes away. And oh, that's her turn. Great, she's invisible. Wait, wait. She's visible, but she casts a spell on herself, and that's the end of her turn. Okay. Ulrich. Um, Ulrich's gonna run up to um, Andreas. He has a potion of aid on him. If you st- if you stuff that down his throat, that will help. Well, what does it do again? Aid is... He also has a potion of Cure Light Wounds. Um, but he has... Aid is um, plus one on attack rolls, plus one on um, against fear, and 1d8 temporary HP, plus one per level. That's huge. Um, yeah, I guess I might as well grab that. Or either one. Either that or the Cure Light Wounds. I might as well do it on you. So, because uh, you're getting more stats. And yeah. we need them. Yep. We need them. <laughs> we need the stats. He cool. is at minus three HP, so he... Needs to get up. You need to get a... It's 1d8 plus 4. So yeah, so anything is going to mm. get you up at least. Yeah. Oh. Aegis has just been raining hell on you guys. Alright, so 1d8 <laughs> plus 4. Mm-hmm. Alright. Yes! Oh, yes! Whoa! Right. Yes. yes! So what do we do? So 12 points of healing. On Huge! Andreas. You're up to 9. That's pretty big. That's exactly what we needed. Yep. Needed so Andreas back in the fight. Would that technically be considered a move action? Uh, moving standard. a move. Is, we move had to move standard. Andreas, right? Standard yeah. to administer the potion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah, move and draw the potion, and then, yeah. Alright. And he also has the plus one. Um, so let's use that. Plus one attack rolls, plus one against fear. Cool. Um, whose turn is it? Andreas? Uh, that was Ulrich. It is Justin's turn. Uh, Justin is runs. One, two, three, four, five, six. 
channels <laughs> because he, <laughs> he is actually very low on health. So if he's trying to run away, he'd probably channel him along the way. I can I can see that. Um, and uh, let's. Who does it reach? Huh? How many people does it reach? Uh, six. So it reaches all the way up to to um, Andreas. Oh, nice. Cool. Nice. Yes. Seven go. points of healing. Nice. All right. Clutch. That's great. Clutch. Nice. And it's the cracked. Acolyte's turn. The Acolyte. That was much needed. <laughs> that was big. That was really big. You might as well make it worth it. Yeah. Oh, dang. Right. So, what's going to happen? What, uh, when does Andreas go? Is he at the end of the initiative now? Uh, Andreas. No, oh, he's, he's, at the at the top. he's at the top. Yeah, you're still in the same place. because you. Haven't... I think you're in the same place. Yeah. Okay. I don't think Anyways, you Anyways, let's continue. Uh... The acolyte is going to uh, drop her spear, draw her crossbow. Uh, well, actually, well, it's not loaded, so I guess she wouldn't do that. She's going to um, actually, uh, Andreas Romeo, another will say it. Actually, hold on. Yes, it doesn't say anything that you can't be the target of the, uh, again. This is a fear effect. Well, Andre- Andreas is, wasn't under it, Justin was. I know, but I already cast it against you once and you succeeded. I'm casting it again. Okay, so, well, I have a plus one against fear effects right now. Good. So, uh, Use it. that's great. Yep. Come on, buddy. There yes, you go. 17. You feel alright? Yeah! All right. You're feeling alright! Waking up and it's back in the fight. Oh, baby. Andreas. Andreas Gilberto Suresh. This do or die. Five foot step and attacks this lady with the elemental assault is still in effect because it has only been. This is the third round okay. of it. it. He has three rounds of it. There's okay. one, two, unconscious. Yep. Three, now. Okay. Natty yeah. 20! Oh, yes! Oh, baby! Awesome. Confirm it! Uh, does a... Hold on, hold on. 14. Okay. But that's Get exploding that dice. Exploding dice at a great time. Yes, uh, so that is... Uh, 10 points of damage. And this is with the Warhammer again? No, no, this is Andreas. This oh, is I'm sorry. This is the Longsword. Alright, this is the Longsword. 10 points of damage. Uh... Comes on up, back from the grave, stashes on up, and just whooshing and slice up just the blood, the thick, dark blood of this this acolyte just paints the side yes! yeah. and reflecting the gut, and the thing just falls to the ground. Yes. Awesome. Dead. Perfect. This all is right. exactly what we needed. Only the strongest person in the cave. That's all that's left. That's all there is, guys. Estefan, you're up. Alright, Estefan's gonna do something crazy. Oh, wait. We need the stone, crazy. the, uh, it's all the still, still here, right? Yep. Yeah. One more round, right? Is it three rounds it yep. stays? Yep. Alright. So I can't do the thing I was gonna do. Can't you roll like an acrobatics check to go full speed? Uh I don't think so. I have a minus one to acrobatics anyway, so. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Oh, we're out of battle music. All right, I'm just going to step up to the edge of the difficult terrain. 
and uh, cast Flare on the Adigus. Nice. Oh, going for it. So DC, DC 13, is that a will? Uh, I believe it's... A fortitude. Fortitude save. Yeah, fortitude negates. Okay, DC what? 13. 17. All right. She's all right. right. All right. Yeah. Shakes it off. It's not the first time she's seen light in this cave. Um, all right. Uh, that's Estefan. It is Igis's turn. No. Yeah, again. What to do? She better not use that spell again. Well, she has a limited number of spells. Like, she is a spellcaster. Good. Um, Good. No more. <laughs> She... Andreas is about to get up in her business and slaughter her. You know what she's gonna do. That... That flaming sphere is so clutch. That's such a great spell. I know what she's going to do. She's gonna do Stone Call. Of course she is. And what? one more time, hell's gonna rain down from the ceiling. Uh... And it's coming down like bullets from the sky. Seven points of damage. Everybody. And again, Barry Mason is down to one hit point. Oh, still standing there. Yeah. Bear. I'm still that standing. bear is invincible. Who's next? That's a great question. I believe it's Justin. Uh, Justin having gotten hit by this stuff. It's alright, it's Ulrich. Oh, okay. Ulrich. Alright. Justin thinks about me Alright. So, um. Ulrich is, uh, going to. He's going to cast, uh, True Strike on himself. Oh, yes. baby! Trying to make something happen, baby! Alright. True Strike, cast. Bam! Justin. Justin is going Still to. Flee. Uh, channel and then run. <laughs> yeah, okay, great. Um, so one more d6. So four points of healing to everybody, and nice. then he's running out of the room. Alright. Oh boy. So that's dead. That's dead. Yeah, everybody's back up to four, uh, up, back up four hit points. Okay, that's helpful. That's Justin. Yep. Andreas. Uh, Andreas, five foot step. Gonna attack this mm, stupid lady. Um, oh, uh, no. This is not what we needed right now. No, it's not. Natural freaking one. Oh. It'd be nice to have Guys, that. We've had that, so many fumbles this game. It's that good ridiculous. fumble that happened earlier, That this would be a nice time. This for would that. be a two points of damage, time. yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, this is actually pretty cool. Attack the darkness as you walk closer and take a swing. Like Aegis, you know, like as these pebbles swirl around you, one kind of like nicks you across the eye. And uh, attack the darkness. All of your enemies have concealment from you for 1d4 rounds. So 1d4 rounds. Two, two rounds. rounds. Uh, it says concealment. It does not say partial concealment. So I'm going to say 50% mischance to really? attack Aegis. Yep. It says wow. concealment. Yeah. Wait, that concealment was 20 and total concealment was... Partial concealment is 20. Concealment okay, is 50. 50. Total concealment is like... 80 or 100 or I think it's just 50. Um, okay. 
Concealment. There's nothing on this sheet about concealment. Um. Yeah, I'm pretty sure if you have partial concealment, it's 20. To have concealment is 50. Yeah, that's right. I'm pretty sure about that. All right. Um. So that's Andreas. Uh, Estefan. All right. It, the Here best thing to do is just get up in her business, honestly. The best thing to do is get up in her business, and he's going to go... Boop! Frigid touch. Yes! Oh, okay. That is a range... It is a uh, melee touch attack. Melee touch. Yes! Oh! That's definitely a hit. That's a 19. 22 to hit. That is a hit. That is 4d6 damn cold Whoa! damage. Whoa! Wait, how many, d- how many sixes per level? It's... 4d6. 4d6. I think it's 1d6, maybe 1d6 per level. That's insane. So that's nice. 8, 10, 13 points of cold damage. Woo! And she is staggered. Woo! Yes! Which means only mover, only standard, right? Yes. Okay. That is awesome. That is pretty cool. That, that was also We needed that so clutch. bad. Wow. All right. Well, Justin is just running down into the Bye! dark <laughs> Good luck, guys. Uh, awesome. That was cool. That was a clutch I think move. my wife's having a baby. Aegis <laughs> is up. Okay. Is this the time? Is this when we do it? No. No. Is this when it happens? I need to make sure I'm doing this correctly, guys. I'm playing this by the book. Uh, what is she going to do? Yeah. Okay, I think this is, this is what we do. Make sure I have this correct. So she, um, okay. So she is, um, <laughs> all right. So she's up there. You're up in her business. Frigid touch. Yeah, and she just kind of like. Yeah. And how long is she staggered for? Um. I think she's just staggered. Hang Forever? On. Yes, she's staggered until she's dead. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> she's staggered. Until she's dead. And all of her it's children will be level. staggered. And her children's children will be born staggered. Rounds are... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just a whole line of troglodytes that all are just so slow. <laughs> yes, that's basically it. Yes. Oh, uh, staggered for one round. Staggered for one round. All right. Well, this is that round. So she's now staggered. Can't move, can't five foot, but she just. Uh, well, let me make sure. It's a standard action because if it's a full round action, she oh, can't do it. It's a swift action, baby. What? She could do this all day. Oh man. Oh, no. So she's going to in this moment just uh, and just kind of like lean into herself and just like for a moment, you know, she has like this like look of absolute peace on her face and then just like spreads her hands as these shards of crystal burst in all directions. Oh, no. It only goes far enough to hit Andreas and Estefan. Uh, I don't... Sorry, reflex save on this one. Oh, bread and butter, buddy. <laughs> Natural 16 Ooh, for a 25. Nice. That's going to have the damage. Natural, Natural 20. 20. Oh, not 22. bad. All right, so we got half damage. So I'm going to roll it. <sighs> one point of damage. Yeah! <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, that's great. All right, one point of damage to both of you, and... Ten feet around her is now also difficult terrain. terrain. Of course, but we're not going anywhere. So oh, who cares? And I think this is now no longer difficult terrain. Well, course? she just cast it one last time. Oh, like let's just say the whole room is difficult terrain. Time, so 
You know, if I'd rolled that 20 on the frigid touch, it would have been a criti- uh, critical, so she staggered for a minute. Oh, that would have been plus awesome. the extra damage, yeah. too. Yeah. Huh? Brutal! Oh, yeah, eight, it's eight, on my uh, right Crazy. near my stuff. Yeah. Near the ottoman. Uh, Ulrich, you're up. Um, he's true strike. Use, true strike on you. He's going to move right over here, and he's going to use Hand of the Apprentice. And Just hits. hits. Absolutely hits. Come on, Just hits. hits. But let's find that natty 20. Could it be? Oh, max damage. Oh, nice. Wait, wait, wait. It's Alvin Blade. Yeah. Oh, it's a 10. 10. Thank God I was rage. Okay, Honestly, you could roll a d20 because you might crit. Yes. It's, a gar- well, it's, it's pretty much a guaranteed hit. hit. It's a guaranteed hit. Okay. But you yeah. may get a d20. No. 25, but... Worth a job. 25 hits. <laughs> yeah. Alright, um, yeah. Alright. Come on. Come on. Alright, that's still, still not good. bad. Uh, 8 points. 8 points of damage? Not bad, not bad at all. Uh, Justin. Uh, Justin still running. Still running. <laughs> yeah, he's out of there. He gets two elites. What are you doing? Oh yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> the third round of frightening. Right. Yeah, that is the third round of frightened. Yep. So you got one more. Dang man, that is brutal. You're that out of combat with that one. I mean, if it was one round, it's like you run away, you run right back. But like, this is Umlo, Umlo got it. The Colonel uh-huh. got it. Yep. Like mm-hmm. it's it's brutal when it happens. Uh, Justin's gone. Andreas, you're up. Andreas uh, is in melee with this lady and just gonna slice her. Natural sixteen for a uh, still has the um, aid on, so that's uh, twenty five to hit. That's gonna hit. And one d eight plus four. Six points of damage. Six points of damage. Chapoof! Piercing. She is in rough shape. She's in real rough shape. Uh, Estefan. Let's see if the scimitar can finish her off. You can do this, Estefan! Uh, uh, not with an 11. Nope. Not She's a spellcaster, though. That's true. Uh, okay, so then it's her turn. She... What about Perry Mason? I'm just having him stay because he's okay. in so much rough shape. That's true. Did, did he take some healing from the the, from the channeling? Channel? Yeah. Could someone roll up? He has, he has five. Oh, okay. Someone needs to roll a perception to see if we can even see Egret in this room. We never really rolled a perception in this room. What? Yeah, that's a good point. You guys are so selfish. Didn't even think about it for a second. Well, you Jeez. we did roll perceptions when we came into the you room. Really we didn't say anything you walked about into the room and attacked. Because that's what happened. Sure. Uh, Perception check. 19. 12. Uh, 21. For Justin. Justin probably knows. <laughs> uh, you don't uh, see her. It turns but out you do see... Egret is Egus now. Egret, Egus. <laughs> it's perfect. Uh, so <laughs> you look into her eyes and there's fire in her pupils. Um... Yeah, the, uh, I mean, you look towards the back, there's that giant metallic door, and then you see some, like, rocky enclosures along the wall, um, but you don't see Egret anywhere. Wow. Yeah, we try. Uh, sure. Who's up? Estefan? You made your attack, right? You, yep. you went with, yep. So it's Egus' turn. Egus. So this whole time, she's had this morning star in her hand, and, uh, she's gonna use it. She's gonna use it on her good friend Estefan. 
Why Because it looks easier to hit. Because <laughs> is not 50. He's not jumping around like a maniac. Yeah. Oh, uh, come on. Give me 20 to hit. That hits my 19 uh, with the... Oh, yes! Oh, man. Unbelievable. Uh, so she's going to do it. She's going to do a, a little... Little hitterinky-doo. Um, hitterinky-doo? Hit, hit him too That's what I mean. That's only gonna be seven points of damage. That's, Poof! That's half of my current hit Hits you with this oh, crystalline club. Not in good shape. Right in this lady. Dude, it's cool. Wow. Uh, I know, right? Uh, and it is Ulrich's turn. Um, Ulrich's actually gonna yell over to her. Um... Always gonna run over. Well, he's gonna stay where he is, but he's actually gonna yell at um, um, Egus and just be like, "Where is she?" And basically try and intimidate her. So, all right, roll intimidate check. Natural two. Natural two. Glad I got that out of the way. Who? <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, then he's just going to attack her. Um, natural nineteen, which is a critical threat. Oh yeah. Go. Is this hand of the apprentice or walk up and attack? Um, walk up Okay. So. Um, roll with confirm. Uh, that would be a 16 to confirm. 16 to confirm the crit. That is not a confirm, but it's a hit. It's floating dice. Alright. Where's my. There it is. Uh, seven points of damage. And this is your Elven Blade, right? Yeah. So just kind of like walking up, yeah, where is she? And she just like disregards you and keeps attacking Estefan is back and forth. And you just like walk on up, stick her straight through the gut and into the wall. And she just kind of like, peer- oh! and then just like, you know, piercing against the wall, just kind of like slowly drops her hands and like, you know, starts to like fade as she's like looking back down. And just kind of like looks back at you and just kind of through heavy, heavy breath. As her last words, just she was too good for you. I thought she was gonna say she was delicious. Uh, (laughs) Delicious. (laughs) She was taste scraped with crackers. That was a fight. And she just comes running back (laughs) into the room. (laughs) Hey, what did I miss? Sorry, guys. (laughs) Yeah, I just got real scared. Sorry. Uh, and she is dead. Egus. Gone. Wow. Wow. That is the end of part three. Well, you got a couple issues to figure out first. One, where the heck is Egret? Uh, that's the first question. I'm gonna drink my other potion to cure moderate. Not a bad call. Andreas is gonna drink his cure light. For four points of healing. Great. I'm alright for now on healing, though, unless you've got another channel. No, he's out. How's Barry doing? Not very well. He has right. five hit points of 27. Alright, I'm gonna um, cast Cure Light on Barry. Um, five, and I'll cast it one more time. Um, eight. It's 18 of 20. That's two-thirds of his normal hit points. I think we're good for right now. All right. Justin is going Thank to you. spend one of his uh, prepared spells uh, as a cure light. 
um, on himself because he's almost dead. Because <laughs> he's almost dead. As Eight is points of healing. <laughs> All right. Yeah, these guys are back to. They're both back to 16 points of health, so that's good. All right. Um. <clears throat> cool. Can okay. we roll a perception around the room to see if Egus, or uh, sorry, um, if Egus uh, or anybody is carrying anything that might have belonged to Egret? Yeah, uh, let's actually look yeah. at this room. Go around the room. Natural one for Andreas. Naturally 18 15, for Justin. 11. 15 for Alright. Uh, 15, 11. So you look around uh, near the spot where uh, these bed mats are. You know, the one that looks like it might belong to Aegis. It's not very fancy. Um, but you look over and on the corner of it, it contains two doses of dust of appearance. Which I think make... Can change what they look like? Huh? It, it can ma- help you change what you look like? I don't know. Look it up. Uh, you find dust of appearance. Uh, and then, looking around this room, uh, the door to the east, which is here... Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got this metallic face of this dragon on it. Um, it is uh, made of polished blue steel, and it's decorated with ri- a ring of pictograms. And at the center is a depiction of an unusual head with these bulging eyes coming out of it, and wisps of hair radiating in every direction. Uh, the head, which looks like, uh, which looks. As much like an insect as it does like an old woman. Um, the uh, uh, There's a wheel that spins freely in front of it. Uh, and the wheel, it's, it has a wheel of pictograms, basically. That, like, there's all these different pictures on this wheel that if you're trying to move it, you realize this ring rotates. Um, and on that pictogram, there is a beetle, a rock, a wedge, a hammer, a crying face... A flame, a claw, a door, a metal bar, and a figure standing in triumph, and a bottle. Uh, or perception checks again? 21 for Justin. 15 for. Natural one for Andreas. Uh, yeah, I forget what I had, like a 12 or a 14 or something. Uh, you don't notice anything in particular other than the fact that this writing looks similar to the. Room just outside where you fought the Chrismal looks similar to the room where the Hall History was, and it looks similar to the room at the Cube. Um, and you see, yeah, just this ring with all these pictures on it. Uh, so, dust of appearance is basically like glitter dust. There you go. That's uh, what I thought of you. Yeah. Worth a hundred, one thousand eight hundred gold pieces. Mm-hmm. Just so you know. Okay. Good to know. Yep. Um. So, did we see anything specific? Okay, let's loot these bodies. What's on the bodies? Well, let's find out, shall we? Um, let me make sure I don't lose my spot here. Alright, so, on Aegis, if you check the body, she has a feather token. Two feather tokens. I don't know what they are, but they might be cool. She has two feather tokens. One is of a bird. One is hmm. of a tree. Hmm. She has two potions of cure moderate wounds. Need those. Okay. Those are nice. A potion of shield of faith. Two of those. So two, two cure mods, two potions of shield of faith. Uh, she has a wand of hold person, 
with Whoa. nine charges. Wow. Which is cool. Mm. Uh, which she considered using. Uh, she also has a Masterwork Morningstar. <laughs> um, Masterwork up, Morningstar. Yo, Chad! What's up, Chad? Hey, what's going on? Yo! Oh, you're on recording. We're in, the, we're in the middle of a game, bro. Oh, yes, I'm using the Wi-Fi. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah, you uh you 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 left us. Um Timothy and Timothy had something more important to do apparently. Yep. So I have to pee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to pee. You can't pee in caves for three right. days. Yeah, you know, it just kinda of just sits in lusters there. Why would you want to pee in the spot that you sleep? <laughs> <laughs> you make a good point. Nice. Um, so we're still kind of running through the game. Is it okay if I call you back? Yeah, no, I, I, you know, I figured that after I heard three other voices go, "Hey, ah! <laughs> hey, Opa!" Um, whole person is a bard spell. Can I have that? Sure. Oh, sweet. All right. Sounds good, man. How many turns did that you want? See you later, people. Nine. See ya. Bye. Bye. Nine charges. Nine persons. Also. She has a Masterwork Morningstar, which is beautiful. That. This is the one that's got the crystals and the stone involved in it. Yeah. Just like, this thing just looks solid. Um, um, Ulrich's going to pick it up and examine it. Yep. Because I've never, I've never seen one before. Yeah. So, can I, do I have to roll anything for it or spellcraft it? Or? Nothing all that special about it. All you right. know, it's just like a very ornate and interesting staff, you know, that looks mm. like this thing could be a crystal, you know, yeah. baseball bat. You also find bandages of rapid recovery, Ooh. which sound cool. Bracers of armor plus one, which sounds Whoa. awesome. Ooh. And an aquamarine necklace of all these rare crystals. Who needs an addition to AC? <laughs> uh, yeah, either, yeah either of us really. You guys can go for them, Andreas and Justin. Do you want to roll off for it? Let's roll off. I don't think I've ever won a roll off. There you go. This is the Now's time. your time. This is the time, man. Ready? Giant is sending this info. 12. All right, thanks. Uh, natural 19. Whoa. Uh, the streak continues. So, John, I just, Someday, I just sent you the bracers. I'll, I'll take care of that. They're bracers, they're, they're bracers, uh, there's bracers of armor? Yep. Armor plus one. All right. Sure. They're under other wearables. Uh, hands. Or wrists. Yes. Yeah. Bracers of armor. Plus one. Sweet. Uh, so... That's all you're finding in this room. I mean, you pull this off. I, oh, the uh, Acolyte has a plus one spear. Um, mm, which interesting. Is cool. uh, the, Don't need it, but it can come mm-hmm. in handy. It actually might be cool for Darren. Uh, <laughs> no wonder if instead of his lance, he might be able to use the plus one spear. Yeah. You sent that to me, right? The, yeah. Okay, so he can... Not the spear, but yeah. Uh, yeah. So Justin will hold it for him, just in case. That's what you find. So you find this room is now empty. You find an absence of egret, and you find this enormous metal door with this dragon face on top of it, this polished blue steel, and you find this rotating ring that's sitting right in the front of the door with all these pictures on it. Um, and it matches the pictures of the rest of this kind of underground, weird, ancient ruins. Um, what do you do? Do any of these look like they're in Aklo? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It looks as though these are consistent with... Like, what was that like, phrase that we heard before in the room? Or that we read before on the wall? Um, it was something about grandmother. 
first to stone, then to steel, then to dust. To woe. Oh, to woe. Yep. Stone, steel, woe. What was on, what's on the disc? There are pictograms. There are a lot. So there is an insect. No, I'm sorry. There is a beetle, a rock, a wedge, a hammer, a crying face, a flame, a claw, a door, a metal bar, a figure standing in triumph, and a bottle. So what's the what's the because um, I feel like somehow we need to this thing turns freely. Yep. I feel you like it's rotate like a, the whole thing. And is there a notch that, like, shows which one is being selected or something? You'd imagine top center. Yeah. It looks like it's inside of a different kind of fixture. Okay. So what the words say... Can you, can you read us the words again? I kind of want to write yeah. those down. Uh, I want to read it correctly. Grandmother, in seeking the excavator, turned her eyes to stone and to steel and finally to woe. Grandmother in seeking the excavator. Whoa, like W-O-E? W-O-E, yeah. That's the crying face. Yep. In seeking the excavator. Grandmother in seeking the excavator. Uh, turned her eyes to the stone and to the steel and finally to woe. Eyes to the stone. To the steel. And finally... To whoa. That could be the combination. That is the combination. Yeah. So, go go one once more. Grandmother and seeking the excavator. So what's on the grandmother might actually be another symbol. Grandmother, I believe, is the actual face of the dragon. Is the grandmother? Well, so there's the dragon face on top, and underneath it, just above this pictogram, is this you know picture that looks like an old woman and like an insect. Um, it just, it's very strange the way that you're looking at it. It's like almost uncomfortable to look at. Mm. Um, and its eyes are kind of glassy. So excavator. excavator. What are the things on the, the, uh, excavator's probably the beetle. Well, what, what are the symbols on there again? The pictograms. Can you read those? Beetle, rock, wedge, hammer, crying face, flame, claw, a door, metal bar, figure in triumph, and a bottle. Rock, metal door, and the crying face. Hold on. Because that's stone Beetle, steel rock, rock, wedge. Beetle. I, I want to actually have these written down in front of me so that I... Because I, yeah. I feel like... Beetle, rock, wedge, hammer, crying Wedge. Face. What, is, what, what does that mean, wedge? This is wedge. Just like a wedge shape? It's a I triangle. Oh. Uh, Beetle, rock, wedge, hammer. Crying face, a flame, crying. a claw, flame. a door, claw. a metal bar, figure in triumph, and a bottle. Bar... Door, metal, barf, triumph. A bottle. A bottle. Okay. So, grandmother, I'm assuming that's the face above, in seeking the excavator. That's what we're looking for, uh, I guess. Excavator. Would be the beetle, technically. Turned her eyes to the stone, so the rock, I guess. Mm -hmm. The steel. The metal bar. The metal bar. Um, And... Can I do a perception? Yeah. Just, can I like? Can I like do like a knowledge like dungeoneering or engineering mm-hmm. on the platform to see how many like combination choices have to be made in order to get this thing to open? Like it just you just see a circle with these images on it. There's there's really nothing else that you see beyond. Well, that. I just want to know like how many different like things we need to choose 
in order to open up the door. There's nothing on the door that would indicate so. Okay. So I guess we'll just try mm-hmm. the rock, the metal bar, and then the crying face. If that doesn't work, then yeah. we'll go the hammer, the rock, the, the metal bar, and then the So is Andreas walking up trying to do this? Uh, yeah. Whoever has the most health. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Whoever likes axe wounds the most. Or um, reflex saves. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so Which Andres it's not is, me for either of those things. Andres has great reflex, so. Um, and great plus, AC. So. Plus he so, just runs up and does shit. And he's like, hey, I'll do it. Yep. Yeah. Is it this wall or that wall? Yeah. We'll right. stay back here. Yeah, there you go. Well, yeah. Right. Which, I don't know which way it is, so whatever. Yeah. We'll sit so, back here. Tell us what happens. Tell us what happens. So Andreas walks up the and rock starts, and metal bar starts rotating and this big, you know, polished metal ring. And as he's moving it around, you notice that his face, you know, with the insect beetle, uh, an old woman face, the eyes, these big, round, they're almost like cue balls resting inside. They don't have pupils. But as you're rotating this thing around, you can see that they turn. You know, like the, the sockets inside of the eyes are actually rotating as you turn the ring. So you turn it to rock. <laughs> and... The metal bar. Metal bar. <coughs> and then... Comes down to the crying, crying face. face. <coughs> oh. Yes! Wide <laughs> open. Perfect! Oh, and boy. open they go. Um, and, uh, you know, if you... You know, if you guys are all in the back of the room, um, you know, you just kind of hear one last sort of just like... And just as you look back at Igus, you know, she's got like one last breath in her and she just looks up and sees this door open and just kind of like smiles a little bit and just, and just gone again. Um, totally dead. Uh, there you go. Door opens. Locks shut, echoes throughout the chamber. Beyond the strange metal door, uh, is this large, what looks like a tomb. There's writings wow. all over the walls. It's a tomb of a dragon. Um, and uh, it looks like it's been, it looks like this isn't the first time it's been opened. As you walk in, you see there's a lot of stuff that looks like there were baskets and crates that look like they're like looted. You know, it looks like a lot of the stuff has been taken. Um, and, uh, you know, when you look around, you can't help but think, like, it seems like this is almost like a tomb. And you look in the middle, and there's, like, this big sarcophagus, this stone sarcophagus in the center. Um, and it's open. It's lying open in the front there. Uh, but you can't quite see what's in it until you walk up to it. Um, the, Should we uh, have rested before we came in here? <laughs> <laughs> what a great question. Uh, you, look you, you don't see any other exits out of this room. Um, but you just see this... You know, this room, and you see the sarcophagus up sort of on a pedestal. Um, what did you do? Um, Perception around the room. Andres is going to hold up the sphere that's glowing. I yeah, and sure. just like kind of look light. around. I think we should rest, guys. He's looking for Egret. So is, uh, and neither of them see. So, uh, you know, 10 and 8. Justin um, and Andres, neither of them see it. You kind of hear some kind of rustling happening behind the sarcophagus, but you can't quite... You have no idea what it is. Mm-hmm. You just hear there's some kind of noise going on. Can I roll a perception? Yeah. Aura comes up. Uh, not enough. It's a 14. 
Fourteen. Oh. All right, fine. I'll try it too. <laughs> Twenty. There you 20, go. Nice. That's what we needed. You hear just like a. It's Egret. She's chained up or something. Coming from behind the sarcophagus. Or to another Egis. Egis part Can two. Can I stealth in? Uh, sure. Um, uh, 12. Uh, 12. So, Andreas will stealth around as well. 16. So, maybe you guys kind of kind of flag it around on the other side of the sarcophagus. And as you kind of walk around to the other side, you kind of make your way around. You see um, partially, like, you know, it's almost like being partially submerged in water. You see a body basically partially submerged in the wall. Like, you know, like it's, like, stone is covering most of the walls and almost like Han Solo and Carbonite. You know, it's like... You just see this picture, like basically. We literally called it the at the beginning of the day, <laughs> and it is Egret. Oh! And she is stuck in the stone in the back of this room. And she's doing everything she can to try and speak and breathe, and is just trying as hard as she can to make any kind of sound, but there's just nothing left in her. Oh my gosh! We do. Can I do a heal check? Yep. Um, 17. Justin will do the same with his newfound heal skill. Also 17. You guys walk up, Mm -hmm. you check things, you look around, you realize that she's alive. She looks as though she's been, even though she's like stuck in the stone, you can see towards like her like torso and abdomen, like she's almost pulled away from the rock a little bit. She looks like she hasn't eaten this entire time. Uh, um, got it. Well, it's only been like a day. A couple days, yeah, but still, like, she's We rested twice. Started. That's true, we did. I know, you took your grand old time. Well, uh, we were gonna wait two days. <laughs> I know. And she's gonna come right back out. Um, but she's in there, she looks exhausted. It looks like days have gone by, and she has just been stuck in this rock wall. She's trying to speak, but it looks like she hasn't had a drink of water since she arrived here. And three days of water will kill you, um, not having it. So the, uh, she She is an Ifrit, so technically she just needs fire. Okay. <laughs> Still. It's, they actually need water. It's, it's a, a living terror. organism. Um, uh, and it's just kind of, like, barely, like, unable to speak and just, like, stuck in this rock. Um, so, um, Ulrich immediately, um, uses one of his, uh, Orison's, creates water, uh, puts it in a flask, and yep. gives her a drink. And just, uh, and, like, she almost, like, can't even swallow it because it's, like, been so long. Mm-hmm. But Justin has actually a ration that he gives to her. Get it down, and you know she just like is barely able to like you know lift her head, barely able to focus her eyes on you guys. Um, but you know she kind of just like sees you guys and just kinda, like, <laughs> just like laughs a little bit, just overjoyed to see a familiar faces, and it just collapses and is unconscious inside of the stone wall. Um, do we have any spells that can get her out? Stone shape? Anybody have stone shape? Nope. You don't have access to it as a second level um, druid spell? Nope. Would uh, my heal check? Would, would my heal check? Spell. I mean, I got a seventeen. So I mean, would I be able to at least check and see like 
like how much like whether or not she's you know got half hit points like I mean just get like, a, <laughs> get, like an idea yeah. of like where she's at because yeah she's in she's in like a a tortured state in a sense so yeah. you can keep her from dying but you think even with like a couple well placed warhammer strikes you can shatter the so stone like enough to just I would, oh, what I was thinking I is I really want to heal her first in order to do that so I want to I yeah. want her to be at top HP I was thinking spellcraft to see if like her arms are just gone and she's melded into the wall. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, I think we would have been able to find that out by just looking yeah. at her. No, yeah. it's like with it's like with stone shape. It looks uh, like the the wall like reached around her and tried to like draw her in. Well, uh, Justin will cure light wounds on her. Yeah. Um and just he'll replace one of his other prepared spells and then he'll just smash. So, he's going to Hey, look at that. 7 points of healing. Nice. And then uh, he's going to just smash some of the stone. <laughs> and just like pieces of it just are chipping away. Part of it just like crumbles out from one side. You know, you start hitting over an arm and she's still just unconscious, but the arm eventually like it cracks inside of that. You know, you're able to clear away the rubble and work the arm out of there and everything. Um, and eventually you're able to crack enough of it and she just comes like toppling out. I imagine Justin probably catches her, lowers her to the ground. Um, and she's still... Uh, like pretty much unconscious but as she kind of like hits the ground kind of shuffles away for a second and looks back at Justin and says I said two days and then just passes out <laughs> <laughs> you here we are here we are D3 <laughs> we overslept unconscious um, traffic traffic <laughs> yep um and we were accounting for traffic, but it all cleared out, so we're good. <laughs> she's unconscious, she's on the ground, the sarcophagus is still behind you. Um, um, Andreas, while Justin is doing this, is going to look in the sarcophagus. Well, actually, no. Uh, Ulrich, says, right, Ulrich, Ulrich says, let's not, let's not explore this, let's get Egret out of here. Let's move every, let's get everybody out here, like, let's get her out of here so she's not vulnerable, because we don't know how many traps are in here, let's move her out of here. Sure. Like, let's take every careful step that we can to take the exact path that we move back. We don't know what's in here. Like, let's get her out of this room, lay her down someplace comfortable, um, and and then finish clearing out this room. Because we need to take her back and get her to get to, uh... Safe, uh, smart. Yeah. Um, let's get her out of the room. So you guys start... Maybe stick a couple out. of rocks in the door to wedge it open. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, forget the combination. As you yeah. guys are, are walking out, carrying Egret... Andreas is like, he gets a smirk, and he runs back and checks in the sarcophagus. Yeah. You open up, you look inside of it. Well, it's already um, open. It's a dragon zombie. Yeah, it's a dragon zombie. Uh, within the coffin, you see the partially crystallized remains of an ancient, four-armed, insectoid creature. Does it look like that statue that we saw out front? It looks like the statue you saw out front. Cool. And you just see this thing. It's like partially crystallized. Partially, it looks like like pumice stone. There's like holes kind of working in it, and it's like you know some of it's glowing and some of it's just like this like old you know like brittle rock, um, and it's just kind of like lying there, like kind of coiled up, kind of like a bug, um, like a dried out bug that's just sitting in the middle of the sarcophagus. Cool. Um, spellcraft, uh, or actually, he's gonna just detect magic and spellcraft. Along this guy, see if he has anything on him. Uh, you detect magic, and uh, you do. Um, so 
in front of him and kind of hidden throughout the room in other places you see there's a couple other things but um, like all surrounding him you see in particular these nine carefully placed aquamarine stones um, yeah. that were you to appraise them look like they're worth about 30 gold pieces each. Nice. Um, so nine times 30 is so bad. Yeah. Um, and then you see there's some other stuff around the room as well. Like as you check magic, you realize and a couple. there's a couple like pots and crates and things scattered around the room that look like they've, a lot of it's been looted, but it looks like there's still some stuff in a lot of these. All right. like most people can't just come and go in here. So right. it seems like mo- a lot of the stuff has been left behind. Cool. Um, well, Andreas, seeing so he doesn't te- detect anything inside of the sarcophagus. Not inside of the main sarcophagus. All right, then he's just gonna head out with everybody. Um, great. But if you wanted to, like, or do you guys want to like search the rest of the room? Not or? right now. We're gonna go put Egret away. And then <laughs> put her away. Put her maybe get a little bit of healing from gonna... other people and then come back and come back. All right. Uh, so you guys, I imagine kind of the scene up at the top, they're sort of like working, getting situated, checking everything out. The sun has risen, you know, yeah. like on this new day. It's no longer rainy. There's a little bit of light kind of cracking through holes in the ceiling, reflecting off of these crystals. Um, you know, and you kind of hear noises from down the way. And, you know, maybe Darren and Auburn and Bane and Kining and Elise are, and Marla are up top and they're looking off and... Um, you know, you just kind of see from out of the shadows, you know, like Justin and Ulrich just kind of like, um, you know, with like Estefan right behind. Uh, Andreas is just kind of hanging out in the back. But, uh, just chilling. You know, he's, but you just like, see him kind of like, like... He's leaned up against the wall just yeah. playing the instrument. <laughs> but like you just see him kind of like, you know, like through the dark. They're trying to look and see what's coming out. Again, the heroes went down. Darren came back, but they're like, did they win? I don't even know. And from out of the shadows, you just kind of see this like shambling yeah. mess as her like dragging Ingrid back up, and she's just like limp between them. But they're just like walking back with her. As you do it, you just hear like, "By Judas, they made it!" And like, kind of, yeah. and starts like, start cheering and going nuts. And then like, people are just like, "Yeah!" You know, like they're freaking out. It's just like we went into this unknown cave. Who knows what's down here? You guys have returned, not only securing the cave, but also kind rescuing of securing the hostage. The cave. Because um, the Darklands are still down. Kind of. Uh, but also rescuing the hostage and like coming back and everything. As soon as they're back, you know, they get her down, they lay her down on one of the straw mats they've moved them in. You know, one of the bedrolls that people have carried and everything like that. You can see a couple people are starting to like set up little tents and like are starting to build fires. And like it seems like it's a little bit more civilized. Um, and, uh, you know, like they lay down egress and everything like that. Ryan and Auburn, you know, take a look at her and everything they're working over. They're like, She's been down there a while. She's in, she's in rough shape, but I think with a, with a good night's rest or two, I think she'll be back on her feet. Um, do you mind if we move her into a tent and just give her some peace and quiet? Uh, I think she'll be good again by morning. Uh, Justin is like, uh, may, maybe keep her away from some stone for a little bit. <laughs> keep her off the ground. Right, sure. Uh, yeah, pull her in here. Bring it on over. And they kind of like have a tent ready for her. They like lay out one of the bed mats, flip it on down. They lay down some cloth and everything. So you can only see cloth on the ground and the fabric of the tent. You know, they're like, lay her down here. Okay, very good, very good. All right, so now like, I'm going to just need uh, this ingredient, this one, and this one. And bring it on in. All right, great. So they're like talking and chattering, almost like nurses in a hospital. You know, like we're going to bring all this stuff in, we're going to do everything. Do you have water from the artisan well? Grab that over there. And then bring it on over back. So they're grabbing everything and getting everything up. And then they kind of like eventually shut the door and kind of pull everybody out. And they're just like, I think she's going to be all right. Uh, cool. You know, and, and Auburn's just kind of like, 
I think we may have found a possible temporary permanent residence. Um, a temporary permanent residence. <laughs> yep. It, uh, it feels safe. The, uh, the vines out front are still protecting our, our front. Uh, so it still is relatively concealed compared to most, but we're safe from the elements. We have water. This fungus, uh, one of our own uh, tried cooking it up. Oxar, I believe, threw it on a fire, cooked it up, and it seemed edible. He's not sick. Uh, he actually kind of enjoys the taste, and a few others have taken up to it as well, but it seems we have some food, there's some fish, uh, in the cave fisher pond, uh, where you were before, but it, I think we can we can manage here for at least a, a couple of weeks. Andreas walks up and he's like, um, yo, did you check out, there was a kitchen down there, it was full of, like, some dried meats and stuff like that? <laughs> kitchen. Uh, yes, yes. It smelled horrible. Really good yes, uh, not a very pleasant smell, but, uh... Plenty of dried uh, meats. We were able to cure some of them, make a, a jerky of sorts. Uh, and Vane, Vane has been helpful with that. Andreas turns to Justin. He's like, "Guess what? What? I know you're a blacksmith, right?" He's like, "I found a freaking forge." And what does Justin say? <laughs> Justin's like, like his eyes light up, and he's yeah. like, "Show me." Because. <laughs> Is it a forge? Hey, we always said from the beginning, I'm running the show around here, so I will let you <laughs> see the forge once to, I've to inspected it. He's like, Kiny, you've been running the shop for way too long. Me and Martin were taking care of the forge. Come on. So he, he like basically grabs her by the shirt, and then he's like, Andrea, show us. And he's like, he grabs her, pulls her down. You guys walk like, away, and like she's like left by herself for a moment. Like, it just yeah, kind no, of. He grabbed her. Oh, he grabs <laughs> yeah. her, and then she's just like, "It's not how I imagined retirement." And then this guy gets like dragged down the hall, and uh, and there she goes um, down the way. And uh, yeah, you guys, you're up top. Um, I imagine you probably need some healing spells at this point. Mm-hmm. You're probably not back to full. Yeah. But between Auburn and Rhina and everybody's uh, back to full. Everybody gets healing, we're all back and everything, and people start like kind of like swarming around you guys like, what did you see down there? Like, is it safe down here? Well, I, I, heard, I heard some noises. What was that? What the hell was that? Was it like a rock thing? Like, somebody told me there's lizards. Did you see I see lizards down there? And like, you know, like everyone's just like battering you with all these questions. Eventually Auburn's like, enough, enough. All right, all right. There'll be plenty of time for stories. Everybody back up. So everyone kind of backs up a little bit. Um... And, uh, you know, kind of just, you know, finds herself in a moment of pause where the room kind of goes quiet and everyone's looking at her, you know, and just kind of like, all right, yes, we have, uh, we've appeared to achieve some sort of victory today. Uh, the caverns appear relatively clear. It seems we have water, we have food, uh, we have a safe place to hide. It seems like we're relatively off the beaten trail. Um, however, we know the enemy is still out there. We cannot get sleepy, we cannot get careless. If we're going to remain hidden, if we're going to remain safe, we still need everyone to use their wits, all right? Travel in pairs, only go out if you know where you're going, don't go far. If you can find it here, don't leave, all right? Everyone stay safe. If we're able to manage here for just long enough, we might be able to find the way to get home. We might be able to find the way to get our home back. And we might be able to survive just a little bit longer. Uh, to our heroes, I think a thank you is in order. And people just kind of, woo! Yeah. Yeah, like gibber chatter and everything like that. And, um, you know, like, and like a couple people speak up once in a while. Like, Octa is just like, you know, 
Real picked a nice spot for us back here. This smell ain't so great. Bah! And like people kind of like laugh about it, and like there's almost like jovial spirits around the fact that it smells terrible in this cabin. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, stuff like that. It's like, and then like one guy in the corner is like, "Well, he's not gonna go fishing again. Ah, oh, good luck catching the two fish in there." <laughs> and like you know, people are sort of like joking around. They kind of feel like they're safe in this little cabin for a little bit. Um, That's awesome. You know, and say you know, like, all right, everyone, back to your business and. They kind of push people back, and all right, here we go. And everyone kind of gets scattered back around again. They kind of start chipping away at some of those crystals that were in the wall. Like, maybe these would be useful. They just kind of start harvesting those. They start, you know, trying to fish whatever things there are inside that little pond. They're, you know, stopping all of that blood from running off into their water source. Um, and people are just making this a home. You know, they're starting to put up decorations. People are, like, coming back in with, like, herbs and flowers, and they're trying to, like, lay them all over the place. I mean, like... Maybe it'll help fight the stench. Good luck with that. <laughs> and like, they're just having a good time, you know, with their suffering because they're just like, we're making the best of a bad situation. There you go. Um, and people from Fandar, they're, they're, they're good people. Um, yeah, so that's all you see there. So Auburn, you know, eventually at that point kind of pulls you guys aside. Uh, you know, Kiney has been pulled downstairs, but, you know, for Andreas and Estefan and Ulrich, um, kind of pulls you guys aside. Um, you know, kind or kinding's downstairs, but Vane comes with, Rhina comes with, and uh, she's like. Well, I think I think Justin and Kining can still be up here just for now, and then we'll eventually, yeah, they come back mm-hmm. up. They saw the forge. Well, that's it's not so great. I kind of still think I I made a better one back home. If you do, if I just say my own. So if you want to take the second best forge in the land, then you can take it, I suppose. Um, and <laughs> Justin just laughs. <laughs> yep. To get scary out of it. And then you guys make it back up and just Auburn's kind of like, Kanye, if you're not too busy, we could use you for a moment. All right, all right, get over here, boy. And kind of like gestures you over. And uh, you guys are kind of off on one side. You're kind of in that room with the spring. That's the name of the poisonous frogs. We're near the bone chamber. That's Nobody wants to go into the bone chamber. So that's as far as people are willing to go right now. Um, so you have to kind of assure people things were safe down there for them to go any further. Um but you're in that room. It's that, again, there's that mist. There's those rainbows kind of reflecting off the walls through this mist. And Auburn's like, now, I realize that uh, not all information is, is necessary for the general public, but I feel like it's important to tell us what exactly did you find down there? Um, Andreas is uh, gonna... Um, I think he's gonna step back and just like keep his mouth shut for a second. Be like, he, he looks at you guys. Like, uh, does anybody speak Aklo in our group? Aklo? I thought it was a dead language. I didn't think anybody spoke it. Um, Ulrich steps forward and he's just like, whatever was here before the Troglodytes, it's a much more ancient civilization. I'm not sure whether or not it's safe entirely for us to go too much deeper without exploring first. Um, it's, it, it appears that these people were uh, worshipping this, this ancient line of what they call uh, excavators. Hmm. Um, we uh, still have yet to go back where we found Egret. She was... Uh, she was, from what we could tell, was tortured pretty brutally. And uh, um, she was uh, hidden behind a sarcophagus. 
we haven't been able to explore that part of uh, of uh, these caves yet uh, more thoroughly, um, which I would recommend we both do as soon as we possibly can. Mm. Um, and uh, what was the other race that we found down there? Like the Darrow. Darrow. The Darrow. Um, yeah, he mentions the Darrow and that there was a passage that we had still not even ex- like gone down to explore yet, and he. Uh, um, he explains that it looks like this passage goes even deeper, um, for like even even deeper into uh, the depths of this uh, of this place, and uh, there's a good chance that we might be safer uh, and better off um, trying to seal that entrance. Hmm. Excavators, you say? Hmm. It's like they have uh, four arms. Look very. Uh, they, they, they're, 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 their flesh is very armored. They're, they look almost like a uh, a uh, typical beetle that you would find uh, in the, in the forest. Just much larger. Well, much if I know anything about, as far as I know, the the weak tend to worship the strong. So perhaps there was a time when these creatures were stronger than the weak, worthy of worship, but. Uh, I haven't heard anything like such beasts as long as I've been alive. I can't imagine that they're... uh, They must be old as time itself. Certainly not around anymore. Nothing that I've heard of. But uh, these Darrow, though, I've heard stories of these from the Dark Ones. Um, Apparently they're creatures prone to madness. Uh, And Carney would speak up. Oh, right, I remember the Darrow. The Darrow, the... uh, they like uh, experimenting with uh, weird psychotropic substances, and uh, they <laughs> seem to be quite fond of madness. I think they uh, take a liking to it. Um, <laughs> but uh, needless to say, uh, it's a good thing they're not down there anymore. Uh, you didn't spot me down there, did you? Oh yeah, we had to <clears throat> kill quite a few to get to uh, to get to Egret. Yeah. Well, that's no good. Uh, where did they come from? They came from this passage, the one that I just mentioned, the one that I'm recommending that we seal off. Ah, right. Right. A good old pathway to hell. Uh, <laughs> good thing to have in any stable, safe home. Uh, don't you agree, Vane? Now, darling, no need to be unkind. Uh, right. We. It seems uh, some of the people would likely have a concern. With a big gaping hole in the middle of what we are considering to be our safe place. So, two choices. I think we could possibly barricade that opening itself. Hopefully there's nothing down there. And hopefully, possibly we could barricade this bone chamber. Nobody seems to enjoy it much, but I suppose we'd like to use that forward, yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, Justin looks at, uh, at um, Vane. And he's like, Vane, don't, didn't you have uh, some kind of explosive device um, made for uh, taking stumps out of the ground? Ah, yeah, the old stumpy boom. Uh, <laughs> that, unfortunately, seems to have burned with Fandar, aside from what I gave to you. Hope you used it well. Uh, did we use I thought we used it on the bridge. Did we use it on the bridge or no? No. They just don't have it. Hit it a bunch. Um... Yeah, no, uh, uh, Justin pulls it out of his backpack. He still has it in there. He's yeah. like, like, 
I have it right here. Ah, I was hoping to perfect it. Thanks very much. <laughs> you mind if I take this back? I'd love to have it. Of course. Thank you very much. And he just kind of like, you know, like, like, you know, looks it over, turns it, shakes it, listens to it, and just kind of pops it back in his jacket. <laughs> He's like, I'll get it right soon. You'll see. Um, uh, I guess we should uh, clean out that chamber and then seal off the bone passage. Mm-hmm. It's probably the best course of action. I would say to you, like, anything we can learn is helpful. If there's any reason to believe that any sort of threat would be coming back into this cave from the Darklands, I want to know that we're not going to be attacked again by someone else claiming to own the space. Uh, please, do your best. Learn what you can. I agree. Um, so, I guess we should all just go back and explore that chamber. Mm-hmm. Great. You go back. You check it out. You're back in the room. You see this big sarcophagus, and you see all these little crates and, and coffers uh, spread around the room. Uh, what do you guys do? Are you just looking around? Yeah, just looking around. Mm-hmm. Perception check. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Justin gets a 21. Andreas gets a 10. Andreas seems a little bit distracted, if anybody knows. Yeah, no, yeah. Same with uh, Ulrich. Ulrich's, you know, he's, he's not all there. Yeah. He's, um... As you guys search the room, uh, four lidless stone coffers, uh, you look inside of them, and you see uh, a total of 435 gold pieces. Nice. Uh, 10 platinum pieces. Whoa. Nice. And 14 amethysts worth 25 gold pieces each. Boss nice. loot. That is boss loot. Nine of those aquamarines, again, inside of the... Uh, uh, sarcophagus. If you were to try and extract those, do you want to try to extract sure. those? Get those out. Can I roll a perception before we do that to make to check for traps or anything that might? Sure. Like you know, I'm just yep. very super paranoid at this point. Yep. <laughs> um, that's a twelve. Justin and Andreas will do the same. <laughs> Ten no. and uh, nine. I mean, say you can roll a sleight of hand to try and carefully remove them. Andreas yeah. will slightly uh, remove them. Hold on. Let's pull up his stats for that. 23. Nice. Remove them nicely. Um, so you just kind of very carefully lift out these aquamarines. You're able to kind of get them all. You know, you get to the last one. And as you're lifting it out, you kind of like nudge, you know, the very edge of this kind of beetle creature. And it's like one of those. So it's like part crystal, part pumice. And it's kind of like... And like the crystalline part of it, it's still kind of heavy, lands, and then the whole thing just like crumbles to dust. And like, you know, this entire, you know, like almost like, uh, like fossilized ancient creature, you know, like just kind of taps it just a little bit, and just, and the whole thing just like separates and just becomes absolute dust. I have a feeling I probably would have gotten sickened if that had actually touched me, if I had touched it. Mm-hmm. Certainly possible. Or I'm just thinking back to the Ingerhild fight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. The spores. Oh, oh spores. yeah. Brutal. Um, that's what I'm concerned about. I'm like, yeah, this is you, you just don't touch dead bodies without thinking about it. That right? makes sense, yeah. But it just looks like old-ass beetle. Crumbles to dust. And that's, All right. that's the end of it. And you pull out that last aquamarine. Blow off the beetle. Pack of that guy. Yep. Um, those are all worth about 30 gold pieces each. You also, as you're looking around, kind of placed in different ways around the room, you find a plus one buckler. Oh! Nice. Wait, I only, I already have one. Ha! Anybody else want one? Where's the What's breed of? 
buckler. It's, uh, it looks <laughs> like it's, it's metal it's, or wooden. It's got metal on it. It's usually wooden and metal, yeah. Um, Justin can take it? What does it do? Uh, you can strap it to your arm, I believe, and then it functions. Darren actually might like it. Darren probably It functions would. as a what? Uh, it functions kind as of a shield. shield. Yeah, it's a shield. You can't, it's like, do a shield bash with it, I don't oh, think, okay. but it's, like, just one more way to add AC. It's, it's something that you have to hold, though. Mm-hmm. No, no. It, it doesn't hold it up. Straps it, does, it straps right here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so nice. it's almost like it's not quite like a gauntlet, but it's like a little rounded plate and everything mm-hmm. that just lives on your arm. So uh, I, it's swashbuckler's bread and butter, basically. Oh, okay. that's why it's in their name. Uh, uh, what's, what's the AC buckler. bonus? Uh, it, it's a plus two. Plus two, mm-hmm. and it doesn't take up a hand slot. So nice. basically, oh. I can I could put something in my offhand if I wanted to. I could use a bow with it. You'd so, have to see as a spellcaster whether or not that does so an arcane bow, spell my, chance failure. My composite longbow, I'm able is to there, use it while while. Is there an arcane? The is there a spell chance failure? Yes, on? there is. Yeah, then yeah. no, I'm not gonna want it. Yep. Uh, only, you, five, only five percent though. Yeah, yeah it could be very low. Is every time you cast a spell, you'd have to roll to mm-hmm. see if you got distracted. But it's only five percent. Yeah. No, it's one in twenty. That's true. So, you also find two steadfast gut stones. Whoa, what? Which is an ultimate equipment option. Uh, gut stones? And you find uh, this belt uh, that's Whoa. made of interlocking jade plates. And it's something like you've never seen before. It's just very odd, very interesting. Detect magic? Uh, it functions as a hefty belt of mighty constitution plus two. Oh, that's cool. Plus two con, baby. That's helpful for everybody. That is a uh, roll off worthy. That probably is. Unless you already have a belt. Because somebody's yeah. got a belt, right? I don't have a belt. I, don't have a belt. I think uh, Darren? Darren has the belt. Darren's so got the belt at Dax. So he's out. No, I'm sure he'd want to roll for it. But, Sorry, Cody. Sorry. Right. you lose. So, belt of mighty constitution plus two. Roll off, baby. Justin and Andreas are both in for this one. Not me. You got it? I yeah. got it. Ulrich freaking got it. Look at that. What's your con right now? Uh, 14. Oh, jeez. Right. Belted yeah. wizard. You already had the best con. Now I got the 16 con, baby. All right. So, it's a, um, what's another wearable, technically? Yeah. It's a, a belt Whoa. of what? What is it about? Oh, what's it called? Uh, it's a hefty belt of mighty constitution plus two. Mighty constitution plus two. Nice. Dang, dude, you got all the great stuff in this dungeon. I can't believe that I'm I'm rolling this well on roll-offs. I know I do horribly on roll-offs. Yep. Um, well, what's your HP? Um, now that you're now that it's twenty-five. What was it? Twenty-two. Nice. Um, it helps. It helps. Whoa. What what is this this is awesome. Hold on. There's two gutstones, you said? Two steadfast gutstones. All right, I need to read this whole thing because it is insane. Okay? okay. Go for it. Okay, this fist-sized chunk of off-white stone seems too large to fit inside a human's mouth, but may be swallowed with ease as a standard action. Okay. <laughs> Once ingested, the gut stone remains active for up to a week, Whoa. maneuvering itself within the body to protect its bearer's vital organs. Hmm. Anytime an attack would subject the bearer to precision-based damage, such as a critical hit or sneak attack, that damage is instead directed to the gut stone. Whoa. All other damage from the triggering attack, as well as damage that surpasses the gut stone's hit points, is applied to the character normally. A gut stone has 10 hit points and hardness 0. 
Damn. When a gut stone is damaged by a melee weapon attack as a free action, its owner may sacrifice the stone to damage the attacker's weapon. Wait, what? Whoa! Dang, so if someone attacks you with a weapon, you like the damage, the you weapon. take the damage off the stone, but it also that same damage Damages also applies the to the weapon. Treat yeah. this as break a weapon. Treat That's this awesome. as the bearer making a free sunder combat maneuver against the weapon, except that it does not provoke an attack of opportunity. Bypass wow. the weapon's hardness and deals one d four points of damage. Wow! Only one gut stone may be in a creature's body at a time. Any attempt to swallow a second dis- a second destroys both stones and forces the creature to make a DC fifteen fortitude save or be sickened for one round. <laughs> one round. <laughs> That's it. If a gutstone is not used within a week of being swallowed or is destroyed, it crumbles apart and is passed harmlessly out of the body. Harmlessly. Oh, uh, that's that's an awesome item. I right. say it's passed that's painfully. Another, that's another roll off. Uh, Honestly, let's just hold them till we know we're gonna need them. That's, yeah, that's true. true. You don't want to just swallow them now. Like, hope we have combat within a week. Um, was that it that we found in there? That's uh, everything we found. Uh, that is what you find. Cool. Uh, then let's go back and blow up that bone room. Uh, so here's the thing. The bone room is before leading down, so that would cut off your access to the forge as well. Oh, so, I think that the best thing to do would just to be, like, we try and find ways to just either get rid of the bones or mm-hmm. relocate them or something and just... Yeah, get, and I mean, you could just collapse the tunnels in the Darklands and keep yeah. make use of all the space. Yeah, let's do yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it'd be worth it to at least explore the Darklands a little bit just to kind of see what we're looking at yeah and if we realize that it's just out of our league then we can just seal it off and I mean as we're walking out Andreas is going to go down this tunnel a little ways in perception yeah it uh you make you know a couple steps and walk you make a couple more steps and walk and it seems like the longer you walk down in there like you look back and you can barely see you know the entrance but it feels like it just goes on for miles um Like this thing goes way, way down. Like it's there's there's like the surface, then there's like the dwarves kind of claimed the land below the surface. Mm-hmm. The dark lands are below that. You know, this is like there's below the mind dark lands, actually. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So like it, it just goes down deeper and deeper and deeper, but it seems as though this tunnel leads directly to the dark lands. Um, Dang. Yeah, so it's a long, long tunnel, and you feel like if we collapse it, maybe we close it off, nothing gets up here. Um, or maybe we just build a wall. You know, like we could just we have some masons in here. We could just like actually build a formal wall. In here. Make Fandar great again. And if we, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, bottle cap, bottle cap, please. It's uh, close. Come on, gotta keep them Dwergar out. Yeah, uh, but yeah. <laughs> basically, yes. Uh, bunch of. Rip- Republican fandars. So, uh, yeah, you, you could block off that wall, build something, you build something with a door. You could just station people there. I know in, uh, in uh, what's the other campaign? In Giant Slayer, when they visited, uh, what was it called? There's a big dwarven city. Um, yeah. They visited... Uh, not Skelt. It's uh, not Skelt. I know. I know which city you're talking about. Big Dwarven City, and they had just dwarves. Po- it's the guy who's saying, uh, "Also, uh, stay off Twitter." His wife's name is Twitter. Like that whole, <laughs> that thing, the whole thing happened to two Dwarven guards that were standing yeah, guard yeah. at a tunnel to the Darklands. So, yeah. like, you could just station people there, you know, and like have people keep an eye on it. Like, there might not be anything crazy dangerous that comes out of there, but hopefully there's not. And again, like the Triangulates had already put in. 
certain amounts of stone and rubble and stuff like that. So you can't just like, it's not like this like perfectly open tunnel. You mm -hmm. have to like get around a bunch of stones and like climb over stuff. So nothing huge could just make its way through. But you imagine the little critters might be able to like pop through there, like the Darrow. Mm -hmm. um, you know, might be able to pop over. So maybe it just takes some simple maintenance, you know, and someone keeping an eye. Is it possible to just board up that secret or the door uh, into yeah. here? Let's just board up the door. Mm -hmm. That seems like a because we don't need to go back in here. Right. There's nothing else in this area that we need. Uh, it seems that way. So let's just board up that door. Yeah. The uh, as you guys are. Um, so Justin's kind of like halfway down this hallway. Andreas is. Andreas. Uh, Andreas is kind of like halfway down this hallway. And, um, you know, you're kind of looking down there and you see, like, you feel like it just keeps going. Mm -hmm. um, you uh, kind of look down and, you know, you roll a perception check. Uh, okay. 14. 14. 19. Uh, so you look down, you don't quite see anything. And then you kind of start to turn and then... It, as you turn, it looks like, you know, on the walls around you, it kind of feels like a light has just appeared behind you. And you like look back again, and there's like this little floating light just kind of like dancing around sort of in the middle of this tunnel. And it's just kind of like, just kind of floating there. And then um, you just see all of a sudden just like, and like a little pebble that just kind of like lands, and kind of like lands at your feet. Is it a glowing pebble? You look down and you see this little glowing stone laying on the ground um, and look that up and it's, and it's casting light back down the tunnel but not that far and you can't really see exactly where it came from. Um, but you just see this little glowing pebble kind of like landed at your feet. Um, and you don't necessarily is it just, see anything back down the Is he way. the only one that's, that's there right now? It's Everyone right else I imagine is closer back. to the entrance. Yeah. Yeah. He's probably 40 feet into this tunnel. Yeah. Uh, Andreas is going to pick up the pebble and look at it. Does he recognize it as, like, light cast on a pebble? Uh, it appears that way. I mean, I guess you, you may know it at this point, but it looks like just a rock that has light cast on it. Um, and he's going to be like, Hey, is anybody down there? He's going to cast message um, to, like, talk to anyone. Like, like hey, is, is somebody in there? Uh, and from back down, you just going to hear... Oi! You friend or foe? <laughs> um, uh, it depends, uh, what, uh, who are you? Are, are you, are you, like, good, or are you, like, bad? <laughs> right, uh, it's a good question. Um, not wanting to take sides, uh, I'm simply a traveling merchant. Uh, I'm willing to help anybody. Yes! Uh, <laughs> now, is it safe to say we can do business? Or do I need to bring in the muscle? <laughs> Andreas is like, absolutely. Get your butt over here right now. Right. Uh, moment, please. And you hear like this all along. Uh, hold on, I gotta... I gotta check this out. Oh I, my gosh. I wanna make sure. Oh my gosh, this is gonna be amazing. I wanna make sure. He's a merchant Ulrich, from the Darklands. Ul Ulrich steps forward and he's gonna walk up closer to, uh, um, to, uh, Andreas and figure out what's going on because at this point he's hearing a conversation. Well, it's a very mm -hmm. whispered conversation. 
Yeah. So, uh, I just want to make sure I'm getting this right. So basically, you're looking at a female version of this. Yeah! <laughs> this is Verse Neblin! It's Verse Verneflin. It's a Verse Neblin. Yeah, something like that. Okay, a, a they're like gnomish dwarves. Yeah, yeah, they're weird. Right, so it just kind of comes like, like shuffling out and everything. It's got like the leathers on and everything. You got like a big sack kind of hanging off of her hip, and uh, just kind of like, like kind of like creeps her way back out. Looks on up. It's like, oh, you look like you're doing some business. Uh, right, my name is Nobby. Does like a very like, a very forced bow. Like she's not really all that interested in in like trying to show respect. She's like, this is what people do. Uh-huh. And just Andreas, <laughs> Andreas is like, I'm Andreas, and he like does like a swashbuckler like, <laughs> and it like actually means it. <laughs> yeah, and she's kind of like, oh right, all right, no need to get fancy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you assess her. Now I. Uh, I have been previously doing business with uh, a couple of them lizard fellows. Don't suppose they're still around, eh? Um, yeah. They lost their heads, um, so you'll be doing business with us for now. Sound good? Really? Yeah, uh... All of them. Very presumptuous. They, uh, they, they, uh, kind of uh, captured one of our friends, so we, uh, captured their heads. That seems fair to me. Yep. Right. Very good. I see we do business in a similar fashion. Good to know. Sounds good. Well, I uh, come and go around here. As you can see, there are not many merchants that travel through the Darklands, but I am one of them. I have uh, come far and wide. I uh, am able to perhaps purchase any exotic items you may be willing to sell. And I happen to have a couple myself. But uh, first off, I suppose it's important to see what you got. Anything you're interested in selling? Well, um, we got a lot of gemstones and stuff like that. You uh, looking for anything like that? Also lots of gold coins and platinum pieces and stuff like that. Gold is gold. Alright. I'll always accept gold and platinum. Also, we got this thing, it's called like a repeating crossbow. That's fancy as Would well. Would you uh, be interested you're, in one of those? Wait, 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 interested in that. Yeah. The, po- the problem is you have to take exotic weapon proficiency. You, uh, she wouldn't get another feat till fifth level. So see. it really wouldn't be helpful. Good point. Just hang on to it, but... Um, it depends how much we would get for it. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's true. You'd be surprised what you can find down here in the Darklands. Uh, I happen to know some collectors of rare gemstones and uh, interesting weapons. Uh, yeah, we, uh, got quite a bit of that stuff. Tell us what you got. A couple of the typical things, and she kind of starts, like, rummaging through a sack, and as she, like, pulls things out, you know, like, she it's pulls a, out... It's a, uh, what's it called? Bag of folding. Uh, something like that. A fanny Handy bag. Handy Uh, she pulls out, she's like, let's see what I've got here. I've got a, uh, single, uh, I've got a potion of haste. It's a nice one. Andreas is like... You've got a, uh, got a ring of counter spells. I don't know. What? Do Maybe that's Ooh. a thing. I've got a lesser strand of prayer beads. You look like you. Look, you might be religious. So I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'm not one to judge. It's all right. Do what you do. Uh, pops on over. Uh, and so, and perhaps I might have a few more interesting items for my uh, preferred clients. But we'll see how you stack up. Um. Let's see, so... I'm sorry, what was the ring of spell what? Ring of counterspell. Counterspell. I feel like that like has like a helpfulness to counterspells. Yeah. 
Let's look that up. Ring of Counterspells. However, it allows a single spell of first through six levels to be cast into it. That spell cannot be cast out of the ring again. What? Hold on. We can look this stuff up later. So, I imagine oh. at this point... Okay. You, like, store a spell in it, but you can't cast that spell. But if you have that spell cast against you, it is immediately countered. You can just immediately counter. That's kind of interesting. That is pretty cool. neat. That can be clutch. That's you can find cool. anything yeah. in, like, a similar arcane school. Well, yeah. It's only used once. Yeah. So cool. But then you can reuse it and put a new spell in it. Okay, yeah. Just to discharge one spell to counter, and then... Yeah. Load it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if you have like a, cool. a day that you aren't doing anything. So if like you can cause fear and someone casts it on you, you could be like, no! That's right. Um, put it on the middle, <laughs> <laughs> middle finger just for good taste. Yep. So here's what I'll say I imagine you discuss things, you figure things out. This is what we want to buy, this is what we want to sell. Uh, maybe you ask for certain items that are not in her inventory. By the end of it, you exchange everything, you sell your goods and services. She's like, well, you have quite particular taste. Uh, I suppose I'll have to do a bit of digging to try and find the things you're talking Andrea about. Andrea says, so you got some specialty items, right? Ah. And uh, what can we do to uh, make uh, make those come to be? And he uh, rolls a diplomacy check, also is holding up a platinum piece. Oh, platinum, baby. Diplomacy, he actually, as a Suli, has plus two to diplomacy, um, and um, <laughs> if he's using Bardic Performance, which would be fun to use, he can use that... Oh, tell me, how do you fantasize this dancing around the room? <laughs> no, no, he's, so he's playing his instrument, yeah. so, hold on, so he, he's just playing guitar, he's like, what do you think about that? Is he, he's like playing, he's plucking the strings with Picking the platinum piece. Yeah, there you go. So that was a 15, so that was uh, 27. <laughs> 27 diplomacy. You can pay me with cash. Um, I will do f- my best to find these. How items. can we figure out what they are? What do I do? Well, tell me what you want. I'll go looking for them. Well, you said you had some stuff on you that are more specialty items. Some things, I suppose. Uh, depending on what you're in the mood for, it might take a little bit more looking around. You see? Ah, uh, gotcha. Uh, I don't have everything here in my pockets. All right. Uh, so can I discuss it and everything? I'm gonna wave it for now because we'll sort it out later. Right. But she basically says she can exchange your gemstones and your other items that you want to sell for goods. So you can actually now exchange. This is the first time you've encountered a shop or a merchant. Yeah, about time. And she's got this like little sack of treasures here and she's willing to actually exchange these things. Yeah. And she's willing to go find you things and bring them back. Nice. Um, so uh, she she says here, she's like, no, if, just make sure whatever you do with this here tunnel, that's not, but that's not up to me, but make sure I can make it back in. Otherwise I can't do I business it. with it. So just leave like a little door or something. That would be cute, right? Would that be cute? Do that. Yeah, sounds good to us. Great. All right, then I'm uh, I'm off to go find you. You're showing bits. I'll be back in that. Uh, Andreas couple is days. like, um, keep an eye out for like any uh, like specialty long swords. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or specialty specialty non metal bucklers. Oh, no one makes a buck like a dark wood. Mm. Dark wood. Dark wood from the dark lands. No, much gross out here, um, but I think we can find something. Um, Ulrich, um, uh, Ulrich steps forward and 
because um, I, I can't remember what is what is what does a wand of mage armor cost? Oh, it's that's that's heavy. Heavy. Sure. not much. It's like seven fifty. It's seven. What? I think it's seven fifty. No way. Seven hundred fifty thousand. Nope. It's. I think for a wand of cure light wounds, it's seven fifty. For a wand of mage armor, I think it's, it's a plus two, more. or it's a second level spell. So hold on. Ulrich is getting very fond of the wand. Fond of the wand, eh? Quit your wanding. There you go. So, uh... It's a big wand. It's a big (laughs) wand. Uh, so, um... Basically, we'll hand wave it for now, because I think we'll we'll need to figure this off off air. Uh, but she basically... I meant you have a discussion, you sell your goods, and she says... Uh, I yeah. can find you specialty items. So basically, if you were to walk into a town and you wanted to buy specifically a plus one frost longsword, she's like, I got wow. 750 gold pieces. Obnoxious. She's never heard of one in her life. <laughs> Obnoxious. <laughs> uh, I don't think those exist. Uh, I think what GM's the, made what? them illegal. <laughs> uh, so, uh, the. Yeah, she basically says, like, I can go fi- I'll try and find these things. It'll take me a couple of days, but then I'll come back and we can do business. All right. Um, so she just kind of trots off along down the way. Um, and now in a couple of days, she'll basically come back and have, you know, the items that you decide you want to purchase. We'll figure it out on fair. Cool. And it, you have to be able to afford it as well. So, um, so we can also create items with Justin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, true. So it might be worth trying to mason a door with a with a mason a wall with a door yeah, in it. It might be that. worth trying to just like make it a little bit more impassable and maybe just keep someone out there who's going. Like, maybe you can it. use some uh, what's it warp wood or what's your yeah war- I have wood shape and wood warp shape. wood. If we use oh, wood yeah. shape, just bring some wood down here and then and then try and just like yeah can, yeah make it into some weird little thing. There's a little one little twisting cavern that a little creature can make it through. Mm-hmm. So it's a small creature. Um, yeah, like like one of those double doors where you like. I'm an opening on the top and opening yeah. the bottom. <laughs> yeah, there you go, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like the pressing pony. That's two doors. And, and then brain. Like, yeah, right. Like, 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 yeah. All right, yeah. cool. So, uh, yeah, she's like, all right, well, good luck. Don't be dead when I get back. Otherwise, I won't have no customers. So, <laughs> do my best. See you soon. And just kind of pops off down the hallway and uh, and disappears in the dark. Cool. So, you pop up back to the top, talk to maybe Auburn, you know, and she's like, well, I I expected to come out of that, but uh, all right. Uh, well, we're going to do our best to make this home. Uh, so I suppose we'll put people to cooking the fungus, getting rid of the stench, possibly bringing in some uh, aromatic things, uh, clearing out some of these other rooms. <laughs> and I think we can make this place a home. Get, get uh, some of those Glade things you plug into the outlet. <laughs> Glade plugins. There's a GFI outlet every 20 feet in this game. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you just see kiting at the like a uh, a breaker box. <laughs> yeah, it's <right>. like, <laughs> all right, we got power. We <laughs> started the inner internal current to the home here. Uh, <laughs> perfect. Uh, could do some new light fixtures though. Uh, so, yeah, so you guys kind of repair everything, and a couple uh, days go by. You know, where people are, yeah. they're clearing out the fungus. The people are clearing out the bones, you know, they're they are tossing them outside or they're tossing them into the Darkland Tunnel. They're just getting, we're putting them in. in That's the, a garbage pit. <laughs> yeah, it's just like shoveling everything off of there. 
Uh, you know, they're, they're cleaning things up. They're putting their own bed mats in. They're making tents. They're pitching fires. They're making the place safe. They're continuing to try and, like, disguise the entrance to this cavern a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe sending out hunting parties to see, like... Yeah, once in a while, people go out, catch a rabbit, catch a deer. They don't go very far from the entrance of the cave, and they come right back. Um, and uh, a couple days go by. Um, everything seemed fine. Uh, you know, you're expecting Navi to return any day now. Um, and, uh, you guys are kind of looking around and you realize that in this moment, you have found a safe place. You have found a home, you know, that is stable, that is secure, that has food, that has water, that has shelter and safety. And you realize that from here we can regroup and we can mount a, possibly a counterattack or possibly find the Charnasarno Rangers, possibly keep our survivors safe while we go out and try and figure out what else there is out there in that thing. And we'll see you next week. Wow.